Hello there. Welcome to another live Dr. Morse and Patty Lager Q&A. Going to have a, uh, a great day, a great evening, a great morning, wherever you're from. Um, we're going to waste little time and we're going to get going. I think Dr. Morse leads a little or no introduction. For anyone that is not familiar with Patty, where have you been? But Patty, do you want to just give us a, a quick intro as to how you got here? Yeah, um, I met Dr. Morse in, I don't know, about 10 or so years ago. And, um, and this is after I've gone through medical school and all of the allopathic nonsense and uh, was quite inspired. I've, I was teaching at a college at the time. And uh, in, I guess, 2016, I went down and worked with Dr. Morse and learned quite a bit. And um, I'm a traditional naturopath, a college professor of anatomy and physiology. And I just, you know, really like helping people um, come to the awareness that, you know, nature is a powerful healer. And uh, I love to help people guide themselves in that direction so they can find a remedy and, uh, you know, raise their consciousness, which is what we're here to do on this planet. You know, get rid of the, all of the heavy, you know, things that are causing suffering and, and you know, reach out of that. Amazing. The smartest A&P professor I know. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So let's not waste any time. So um, can I ask every one of you um, just to think of everybody else when you ask your question? I know it's a big event talk to, talking to, uh, to Dr. Morse and Patty, um, but we have limited time and we rarely, we rarely get to everybody. So if you can just ask one question and try and be as efficient as possible, then that we'll get through as many people and help each other as much as we can. So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to go to uh, Joanna and her family. And Joanna, you should be able to unmute and you're through to Patty and Dr. Morse. Hi, okay. everyone. Hi, my name is Joanna. This is Dominic um, and my husband, Peter. Uh, Dominic is a two-year-old. Um, he suffered an HIE event at birth, uh, meaning a severe brain damage um, due to lack of oxygen at birth. And uh, we've been trying to help him. Oh, absolutely. So think about this. What would, what would the, first of all, how old is he now, you say? Two-year-old. Three? Two. Two. Okay. Uh, you done breastfeeding or? Yes, he's been breastfed. Right? Yes, he's been breastfed for um, 20 months, 20, 22 months. So have you broken the fruit now? He eats a lot of fruits. Papaya is his favorite. Um, but it's just, Michael, <clears throat> I'm sorry, it's just, my concern is I'm not sure if he's getting enough fats. Um, he's he's on a fruit diet. I'm, he's mostly on a fruit diet. You have to realize that all foods have all the components in it, from lipids to amino acids to your sugars. They all come packing like that. And that's why the species, why different species have different type of food sources because that ratio is different in each one of the species, the requirements of that. And Pat and I were just talking before you guys came on about that study from Yale about the fructose. 
And that's really key in your, in your concerns would be the fructose sugars uh, in terms of igniting neurons again, uh, and also circulation issues. So for me, uh, I would have him on brain and nerve and circulation as two of the side adjuncts to this, uh, but I would also have him on kidney formulas and endocrine gland formulas as well. But I would have him exclusively on fruits, berries, and melons, and that's it. No avocado, no hemp seeds. I wouldn't do hemp seeds. You could do some avocados, I guess. Okay. You know, it's too, much, too, too many lipids are also not good either. Mother's milk shows you that lipid to carbon ratios are going to be uh, uh, about a half. In other words, say your, your mother's milk is roughly 7%, a little over 7% carbon, then for carbohydrate or sugars, your lipids are half of that. And then your protein is even less than half of that. Your protein is the least found in mother's milk. So... For him, that's perfectly fit for fruit. And look at baby primates. Baby primates can severely hurt a human. And you have to treat him like a baby primate where you get him the fructose right through his brain. And that's, we were just talking about that study, how the body converts glucose to fructose. And that's, that would be unheard of before that study. If we brought that up, they would, thought, they would laugh at us. What about bananas? Hmm. So he doesn't really need a lot of oil. I mean, he's like, it's, it's a little bit different for adults because uh, I've been on the food diet for a while, but it's different for me than it is for, than it is for him because I'm concerned about him growing, gaining weight. So will fruits be sufficient for him to actually grow and gain weight and develop um, properly as much as uh, he can? Okay, so... If you go to the drmorse.tv and go to tissue regeneration, you see the toe, you see what we did with that one child where his father hurt him severely and brain damage. And they told him he'd be blind and could never walk again. We did that all through mother's milk. We did it with herbs and, and fruit. And so when you ask those questions, take a look at what we've done with that and take a look at that child today. And so, yeah, I mean, the whole, a lot of people feel that maybe fruit is deficient. And I don't know why people feel that way. We have a society that pushes pro heavy proteins, and then you have your keto uh, pushers. So you have all these pushers, but the problem is all, all, both of those will thicken the blood and cause more problems. You want a, you want a free-flowing blood that's oxygenated well. And the fructose then is a kicker for neurons. And it's perfect. Perfect for anybody with neural uh, that's been compromised, whether injury or whatever. Drowning, we did, we had the drowning case, and we were talking about that with the drowning case. You've got to get that oxygen, but you've got to get that fructose to those neurons if you want to regenerate. If not, the body, I don't see regeneration uh, in, in the human body neurologically from, from vegetable matter. And if that's the case, if Yale is right, Patty, and you're consuming a lot of glucose, the body has to convert that. I don't know the mechanism of the conversion. That's your specialty. But yeah. that's you, a process, an energetic process that uh, could be avoided. In other words, the loss of that energy 
by the conversion of glucose to protein uh, to fructose would be another bump up for neurons. I mean, having having a consultant would probably be helpful, um, even though we are both familiar with uh, your protocols. That's just for a child. There is not much information. Um, not even the con I spoke to a few of the consultants, and they're not really familiar with kids. Um, so that's why having having someone on board would probably be helpful for us. How do we get someone who's actually familiar with the, uh, working with kids? Yeah. I tell you what, I mean, I'm going to bite my tongue on this, but acetyl L-carnitine, you know, you might try something like that as a supplement, small, small amounts of that. What do you think, Pat? I mean, that's, that's a brain oxygenator enhancer. And then uh, you could use uh, shavings of hypothalamus uh, glandular to enhance the hypothalamus area, which is a mainframe of the brain. Mm -hmm. You know, you can use little little tidbits like that. I'd be careful about too much supplementation and stuff like that because we've demonstrated where you don't need that. The body just needs good, good quality fruit and you can regenerate literally anything. I mean, we regenerated quads, paraplegics, MS, Lugarics, like nobody's business. And we're also working on, like I said, drowning uh, kids and stuff like that, where we're seeing great improvements from this. Have you have you had negative effects using the fruit with your son? No. I, I think it's a, it's a matter of trusting the process. I mean, I have a 17-year-old dog, an omnivore, if you will. And um, he was having, about a year and a half ago, he was uh, urinating blood. And I thought, you know, he was on his way out but I put him on a completely raw fruit and vegetable diet. And then he started improving, but then he had some neurological issues where he was wobbling and walking uneven. And then I went straight fruit and how he's thriving. So I had to like trust the process and trust, you know, what does his body need? And it's, it's, it's challenging because there aren't a lot of people that know exactly what to do, but it's also the knowledge of knowing that you know, what these pure nutrients in their unobstructed state and letting them get to the organs that need that nourishment. We have to trust that process. And a lot of these or organs aren't going to turn around, you know, just like that, but we have to give it time. And, um, you know, if you can, and I understand wanting to work with someone just to have that feedback and to help as a parent, calm yourself down to know that I am on the right path. I am going to do this because it can be a lonely place. And, um, I don't know if we do have anybody that specializes in working with children, Dr. Morris, but I think uh, that might be something to look into. Well, we have the detox center here that I live here. So there, and then you work with people. And, you know, I think Marco has a list. It's hard to say, you know, with my students, because I don't know personally where a lot of them are at to help you there. I know here at the detox center here that, uh, you know, we work on all levels. But then you, I know you work with people, Pat, and so it's just, yeah. um, you know, working with someone like that, and then Marco, maybe, uh, or, or Nicholas, you know, students that are more into the higher level of understanding of the fruit. I can, if I may, if, if I may, um, Joanna, one of the reasons I asked you to speak first, other than seeing you and your family there, is that your little boy reminds me of pictures of me when I was about that age 
at uh, three months old, I was given the polio vaccine. And as some of you know, and some of you don't know, I was vaccine injured. Um, and my mum, who was in a foreign country, didn't really speak the language, just wanted help. She wasn't influenced by the media because she couldn't understand what they were saying, said to me that I went to the doctor, I had the polio vaccine, I came home and I was never the same again. And what Patty and Dr. Morse just said about trusting the process is a huge thing. I wasn't the same. I, I got, I recovered slowly. Uh, not, I never recovered 100%. I have cerebral palsy now because of it. Um, but the point is, at three months old, I wasn't able to speak. I wasn't able to, I was just unresponsive for about two or three years. Um, there's no substitute for time for something like this. Just do what, do as Dr. Morse and Patty have suggested. Above all, trust in nature. Um, and that's what they're, that's what they're suggesting you do. Um, and think of the high energetic fruits um, and everything else that you're doing. And, but there's no substitute for time. That's why I put that tissue regeneration videos up on the site there so you can see what we've done neurologically with cases. But the young man uh, demonstrates uh, a good example when you have a child that's had part of his brain severely damaged, blind, can't walk. And what we did through mother's milk directly, it would have been amazing, but we had to do it through his mother's milk because his mother was too scared to give him fruit at that age and to give him herbs. So she agreed to do it through herself. And it was amazing to see what, what nature did through that means. But it, it's simple to realize there's only two sides of chemistry. And if you're going to regenerate tissue, you've got to be on the base or alkaline side. That's your high electron side. That's your high electri electrical sides. And you're not talking about muscle tissue here. You're talking about neurons. And that's a big, huge difference. You know, you, you can't do vegetable matter and, and go well with that. And that's why we put up studies and why we teach the way we teach is to demonstrate to you why we're doing what we're doing and trying to back us up with as much science as we can find out there. But I think our cases speak for themselves. So even though he's two-year-old, we can add herbs to his diet? Oh, hell yeah. You dig on straight, you can. I'd have him on circulation and brain and nerve as two, minimally. But it's only drops. Like at that age, I've got it by weight only, but you're talking about three drops, maybe four drops, not dropper full, drops of herbs in some water or in some juice. You know, you put some herbs like that, there's a lot of regeneration herbs out there in with uh, some grape juice. You, you can't beat the effect that you're, there's nothing out there that you can give him that's any better than that. There's no pharmaceutical out there that regenerates brain tissue and stuff like that. There's nothing like that out there. So you have to look at the tools that nature gives you. And some people say nature is a bad word. Well, really, this is body came out of that. We came out of chemistry. Now, like it or not, we came out of the elements. Everything came out of the elements. Get, get the circulation formula. When I added that to my dog's uh, protocol, his, his, his walking improved like immediately. He, he was wobbling. 
and he was on the fruits. And I, I know I'm, I'm not comparing a dog to a little boy, but you know, he, my dogs are my children. So I'm in that same place where I was scared. I was nervous. And I had, again, tr like Nicholas said, I had to trust the process. And yes, the herbs, they're good for animals. They're good for humans. I don't know if we ever tried them on plants. Could the plants use the herbs themselves or is that like too much too close? <laughs> but, you know, you got to wonder, right? Um, you know, what, what is this energetic, what the, the energy of the plant and the physical parts of the plant is all food. And we being energetic beings, we take in that energy and food that they're providing for us. And when we couple that with just the beautiful fruit, it's, it's just a winning combination. And it, it's one of these things that it just takes time, like Nicholas said. I, I think if you look at this, most vertebrates consume uh, fruits, berries, and uh, vegetables at one level or another, omnivores, herbivores, and frugivores. I've never seen a herbivore turn down a fruit. Our horses never turn down an apple or a carrot. They know the good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. There are a lot of herbs, just one last question. There are a lot of herbs on the, obviously there is brain and nerve. There is a um, um, bone connectivity. There is a, there's, I mean, I, we give them the vitamins, the. Um, Here, okay, so here's the thing. I wouldn't spend my money on supplements, vitamins and stuff like that. The, if you get good, good produce, full of them, right? Your body, his little body can only metabolize so much. You know, more is not better of anything like that, it's exactly what you're consuming. So uh, on the herb side, uh, I would kind of give him the brain and nerve and circulation formulas to start with. Uh, look at your own genetics, like with you, I can see adrenals and kidneys and think about that in him because you wanna make sure that he's, his kidneys and urine is filtering well because if, his, if he's lymphatically compromised up in the head, you're fighting that, you're fighting acidosis and yet you're bringing hydrating chemistry in. So, I mean, you, you can always add a little kidney formula and endocrine gland formula. When you're talking about a young one, I'm gonna add the endocrine gland patty. I'm gonna go after those endos. And with yeah. him, he can be compromised pituitary-wise. You know, who knows? Uh, you'd have to go by your own, your, both of your eyes and check that out and see what genetics are involved in you guys. Or if you can get a quick picture of that young lad, <laughs> then you can look in his eyes. Yeah, endocrine and brain and nerve, those are those are both keys. They're both at the helm of homeostasis, right? So they both play a role in that control center of helping the body find balance again. So when we support brain and nerve and endocrine, you're getting the body back online. And that's what your little one needs right now. He needs to have that connection, getting his body to know how to keep things in balance so that, you know, we don't have to worry about it. And he can, you know, express his life in the best way he can. Then with the circulation formulas, you're dilating and moving blood uh, more. So you're oxygenating more. So all of that's just win, 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 win. You can't go wrong with it. There's no other diet to fit. Too much lipids, uh-uh. Ketoacidosis, uh, you know, it depends on his gallbladder health, uh, everything involved that way, his absorption issues and things like that. I, I think if you realize different foods for different species and those foods come uh, in the proper ratios of their chemistry. To, to not think that would to think that the, the divine, the creator of all this didn't know what the hell he was doing. Or, he, or it. All right. Thank you.
much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Marco, for your input as well. Thank you. Good. Good luck to all of you. Good luck to all. You'll of be you. fine. And I kept Thank saying, you. as it was said, I meant to say Marco. Sorry about that. No, uh, no problem. Okay, so before we go to Sarah, there is. Um, even though I'm doing the talking, there are two other people here helping out. So if you need anything, um, do message Debbie or Nicholas. They both have Dr. Moore support written in their Zoom name. Just send them a message and they'll help you out with anything that you need. So, um, Sarah, you should be able to unmute and speak to Patty and Dr. Morse. Oh, we can't hear you. Are you. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, so I was wondering, um, uh, I was doing two months of mostly lemons and dry fruit, some, some oranges too. And so I was, I was doing um, lemon and ginger uh, juice in the morning with some orange sometimes. And in the afternoon, I was drinking more uh, or I was eating dry fruit. Because that combination, it seemed like it makes my kidneys filter. Um, I have like very weak kidneys, but that seemed to to work. Um, and then after two months, oh, and and it it made me feel not so tired as when I just eat fruit. That often makes me feel very tired. I guess that's because of of fungal activity, and yeah. But then I, I ate some cooked food again for about three weeks or something, mostly like steamed vegetables. And then I started to get like right away, like, like very hot fingers and extremities. And um, I was testing my uric acid while I was doing the two months of the lemon and it actually was in a normal range. But when I started to do cooked foods again, it it went up to seven, my mm. uric acid. And yeah, and, and now I've been doing salads and fruit for like one and a half months again, but it still hasn't come down so much. And um, I have crystals in my urine sometimes now. And yeah, I, I have, I've had like, you know like gouty issues like my my um my ankles hurt and you know my my joints hurt and like I've never had that before and yeah like and I, I don't really know what to eat sometimes because like when I eat when I eat like two apples or something like I get so tired and my my eyes they they are like bloodshot and yeah, it's it's like, and I I have I have I don't have diarrhea, but I have like it's sometimes on the edge to that, and I just like I was I was thinking that my salads would help me with that, but again they they also you know they make me also feel tired, so yeah I I I don't really know what to do right now, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think for sure you're dealing with high fungal problems. No question about yeah. that. So I would stay on like Parasite M, say two dropper pools three or four times a day for about a month or two. Okay. But at the same time, you did too much lemons. 
I mean, lemons are, are have a, a very acid component to them. So even though they're electrolyte rich, they still can leach out of the body. Uh, you're saying you're seeing crystallines in your urine. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you could have leached some calcium out of your system as well. Okay. There's no question you're looking at adrenal gland problems. Okay. What's your blood pressure run? Uh, very low. So it's very low. Like I'm, I'm always um, tired because of that. I'm sure it's it's that's a, a component. See, if, even though fruits are the highest energy foods on the planet, they're not stimulants. Mm -hmm. And they don't replace neurotransmitters, although they help the adrenals, you know, in terms of their health and cells production of that. But yeah. with a very low blood pressure and, and these foods are non-stimulants, uh, yeah. you can get whacked pretty good. I've always said that uh, going on a raw food diet, you, even though highest energy foods on the planet, you can end up tired as all get up because your blood pressure, after you get the inflammation out of the kidneys, you're going to see your adrenal glands go flop. And so yeah. you want to definitely hit licorice root. Definitely would be in the uh, scheme of things for you. Uh, parasite even go after the fungus in your body. I wouldn't get so fixated. Just let uric acid and all the other acids clean themselves out. Make sure if yeah. your feet are swelling and everything else, you're looking at kidney and adrenal, sweetheart. Yeah, I have edema a lot in my legs, and actually, my feet mostly hurt all of the time. So, yeah, and yeah. then I also have like swelling in my face often. So, I was thinking about starting to do the, the kidney glandular again, and yeah. Well, here's here's the other thing. When when you when you're going on that a stair of a limiters, I've never been able to do 28 days in a row. Yeah, limiters. I just get like, oh my god. But you're what you're doing is is breaking up all this limb throughout the body, and then you stop. Yeah. And it's like being slapped in the face. Now your body has got to work that out because it's yeah. like taking too many lymphatic formulas. And the kidneys are sitting there going, well, yeah. yeah, I guess I could halfway get half of this out. In other words, sometimes it's too austere. You got to come yeah. back with a little more balance in there. So I would move more into grapes, mangoes, things like that. But I would <laughs> pop up my adrenals with licorice root. I take the endocrine gland formula. You definitely want to be on the kidney formulas, you know, and work that out, work that out. But I, mean, I wouldn't the, do more than 10 days lemon juice fast. It, the, the weird like why I kept going with the lemons was because when I do fruit, I'm, like I said, I, I'm always so tired. And like when I did just like the ginger, the lemons and the dried fruit, like I had so much more energy and all of the sudden I could do, you know, all the things I have to do throughout my day. And I haven't had that. in I, I don't even know how many years ago I've had that. Like, like that probably when I was 16 or something. And that's why I wanted to keep going with it. And, and yeah. I, yeah, it's awesome filtration, which I also actually don't ever see. So yeah. I can see dried fruit, but jewel dates, that's very energetic, of course. Uh, yeah. Just the sugar alone in that will give you a jack you up. But yeah. <laughs> you, you got to look a little more at your adrenal function. And, okay. and look at that instead of relying so much on your food for that because it already is that but your low neurotransmitters right there is a major component to your problems and then of course that shows you why you're having swollen legs or swollen ankles yeah it all goes back to your kidneys 
And again, yeah. we talk about that sometimes when we're going after cancer or tumors and things. Pulling too hard on the lymphatic system before the kidneys can deal with that only makes your tumors grow, in other words. Yeah. I mean, the, the one weird thing that I still haven't figured out was that always it seems like always when I do lemons, the, the edema goes down in my legs. Like it, I, I don't know why, but but it, it always seems like it, it just goes down. And like when I did watermelon, for example, they just blow up. So. Well, because the, the difference is major astringents. Okay. Major astringents. Lemon's a major astringent. Uh, watermelon, and it just shows you're having kidney and adrenal gland issues. Everything you're saying points me right back. Do you think, Pat, back, right back to her kidney and adrenal glands? Yeah, it's a very dark spot down there on both sides. So, yeah. And the parathyroid here. <laughs> yeah. That would also tie into your sugar, metabolism of sugars. The parathyroid or the adrenals? No, your adrenal glands. Yeah. Okay. How tall are you? Um, five, one. So. Okay, yeah, so... I have a pituitary... <laughs> I have a, a radar solaris there. Well, you so. got to go after the pituitary. And then, you know, that yeah. leads you right down to your transverse embryonically. Yeah. I can't wait for Pat and I do the embryology section. But that leads right into your transverse colon. Yeah. So these are some of the areas you've got to work on simultaneously. Because your adrenals can only come up so much on their own when you have a pituitary sitting down on them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Sarah, take care. Alex, you should be able to unmute. Go ahead. Hi, Marco. Thank you for the opportunity. Hi, Miss Patty. Hi, Robert. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I want to discuss about a case with uh, autoimmune, about dermatomyositis. I don't know if you are familiar with that. Um, she was on cortisosteroids for three years and immune suppressants. Got, Can you say the, the name of the condition again? Uh, dermatomyositis. Myositis? Yes. Not myasthenia gravis? Dermatomyositis. Myositis, I don't know that one. Um, I'll write it on the chat. Okay. And, um, anyway, and she was on the immune suppressants from the allopathy and with chemo drugs also because they were experimenting because that's what uh, they do on uh, on these cases. She was uh, with serum and 1,000 cc of, uh, of cortisone. She's on detox. She feels very exhausted. She was going good. For two weeks, she was going good. Um, then she hit the 25 days of fever. Okay, she managed to go through that. Even though the fever, she had a lot of energy, a lot of function in the body, from blue eyes to a brown the uh -huh. one eye 
The other one is a little bit green with a little with heavy white. Uh, nutrition doctors were suggesting dairy meat, uh, dairies. Now she's feel very exhausted. She can't move because that's the condition of the autoimmune. Um, you know, where do you hurt? Or, where do you yeah. hurt? All through your muscles, all through your body? Yeah, that's the. So back acid. that up. Back that whole word up. You've got inflammation, in other words, itis. So back that up into the muscles, back that up to wherever you're going. You've got, and, and, and use the word inflammation in its proper context. In chemistry, you have acidosis in the muscle tissue. Well, what system deals with acids in the human body? Only one, right? And so that's your lymphatic system. Well, then there comes the adrenal gland counterpart to that, and that's your steroid production. So you could almost say your adrenals are down to the point, maybe they're not producing enough of your corticosteroids to help you, but at the same time, you're looking at stagnation of acids all through your body systemically. So this is a real key because in taking your corticosteroids allopathically, you're just slamming your adrenal glands. Yeah, now it's your face. Now it's your face, the downfall because she's so... And thank God an immunologist helped her uh, win off the cortisol slowly, slowly, slowly. But now on detox, away from, um, away from all the acid foods, and now it's everything in her face, very exhausted. Uh, she's strict to her diet, but now she's trying to back off a little bit to feel a little bit uh, comfort, uh, to feel a little bit more safe. You know, the fear always arises up in these cases. Um, should she stay on row? I have, I told her to stay on the glandular for about one, two bottles, but on 200 uh, milligrams, 400 wasn't available. Uh, should she stay on row or transition a little bit with uh, some veggie soup to feel, you know, uh, some comfort, feel some safety, see the difference between the food. So she convinced that the row will be better. When she did the vegetable soup, um, edema exploded. And now she's stuck in the low energy. I tried to explain that. But my question is, how much time a heavy congestion with a heavy fungal thing, uh, average genetics better than mine, how long would it take to see the improvement? She has major infiltration good for skin exposure, um, very dirty skin, very dirty smell, she was telling me, very smelly. How long, because her husband is also suffocating with that adding more to the problem with the, with the mentality, how long would that procedure could take for someone from the low energy to start feeling something? something more hopefully. I know there's not clear answer. I, I haven't no, found a clear no, answer. I was just waiting for Pat. Okay. <laughs> no, because you've already told us a whole bunch. First of all, you told us your, your lymphatic system is a you-know-what house mess. Uh, mm -hmm. You're also showing kidneys in the eyes. They're big time. 
I don't know if you're filtering or not, but your adrenal glands, just like the case before you, your adrenal glands are very low in that. So your the vitalness, the answer to your question depends on how quick you can get your kidneys to filter and how strict you can be on a mostly good, a mostly fruit, berry, and melon diet. I wouldn't even mess with vegetables, but sometimes when you go backwards, everything seems like because fruits are very bioactive. Things start moving. It's like that lady before you on a high lemon juice. You you're pulling, you're leaching, you're you're stringing, astringing, astringing, and then suddenly you stop. Well, that's like take, I mean, that's like in a car going hundred miles an hour and suddenly you're down to zero. Bam. You know? And so now you're seeing some of the effects of that sort of thing. You really, when you have systemic pain, pain that's in the, in the extremities farther away from the kidneys, it all depends upon one, how your GI tract in relationship to all of the lymphatic system that way. Uh, your brown eye, when they're supposed to be blue, tells you you have chronic lymph problems on that one side of the body. And so you're looking at all of those things, what your blood pressure is, all those things like that. So I'm thinking, you know, I use botanicals for a reason. And you're a good reason why. And the case before you is a good reason why. It's hard to navigate a systemic uh, issue with just the foods. You know, it's just, you've got to get good foods. You can't deviate too much going back and forth because vegetables pull you back, fruits get you going. It's like going like this, you know, and, and that's what the kind of symptoms you're going to have. Well, in the meantime, on the corticosteroids and stuff, there goes your adrenals down, 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 down. Neurotransmitter production gets lower, lower, lower. You get more tired, more tired, more tired. Your body doesn't want to produce corticosteroids. Well, there goes your blood sugar problems, all the things related to corticosteroids. And so, and that's also mineral utilization. And I'll find that someday, Pat. <laughs> but uh, really, you you want to get yourself on a high fruit diet, and you, within a few months, you should feel differences. You should feel differences in a few weeks if you're doing everything properly. And that is, get yourself on an herbal regimen that takes the kidneys in consideration, the endocrine glands in consideration, that cleans up the gut, uh, you know that sort of thing. But you've got to allow hydration systemically to take place. If you're dealing so much up here in the upper quadrant, you've got to allow so much movement. Who knows what the condition of your lymph nodes are? Because that's a big deal. You know, you, you yeah, can be swelling in her breast, big swelling in her breast during the half of the detox, the half of the process. I told her that's more serious than the no energy. We don't like uh, the masses there. She went to the same immunologist, uh, had the blood uh, exams. She said, okay, but the cholesterol is low. Suggested the immunologist to add um, avocados and some oils because if, it, if that number goes really down, she might die. I don't buy that. I'm not familiar with that. What's your opinion on that? Because- Well, the bottom line is I would be looking at your gallbladder and looking at your GI tract. And making it's sure that you're absorbing lipids and that your gallbladder is hydrolyzing lipids because that's a major part of your lymph system. Cholesterol is a major part of the lymphatic system. And when you're running low, on, I don't know if you're running low on HDL, which is phospholipids, or you're running LDL. Okay, I don't remember it now. Yeah, but the bottom line to this is, again, only two sides of chemistry. You're extremely acidic interstitially head to toe. Uh, and and they're trying to treat that with anti-inflammatories, which are deadly to you. And, and it's now just not facing 
all the time from all the wrong procedures and all mm -hmm. the the lost time and using the the steroids while doing the wrong foods was only adding more to the problem and now she's facing all the job uh, all together you got a receding that. hairline too don't you hmm? you have a receding hairline too yes uh, uh -huh. so again i was when i start my brain. detox when i start my detox and add more lipids i saw during the quarantine with no movement i have a lot of uh, transverse colon maybe one of the worst yeah and things went worse now it's getting a little bit better but needs to drain uh, stay away from nuts nuts only make it worse so i gave up indian food also I had oh, to but you got yeah. to you got I to. Had to i had to and working on that very swollen lymph nodes here yeah from my whole lifestyle. Now it's even better than before. See? It was here and here, much worse. Yeah. But oh, I know where to focus now. I'm filtering, but I'm... There's only one I, focus when, when you're diagnosed with autoimmune. Someone says autoimmune, you know immediately it's your lymphatic system. That's your immune system. So when someone says you've got an autoimmune, which is all the inflammatory responses of the body, because that's all two acids. And so, mm -hmm. you know, immediately you've got to go on an anti-inflammatory program. Well, that's all fruits, berries, melons, and vegetables. However, take the vegetables out and you're on yeah. fruits, berries, and melons. Find yourself in good on, balance with that. She was on fruits and she had 25 days for fever. That uh, also made her exhausted even more. But she got it through, add a little bit celery juice, maybe to slow down detox a little bit. Fever went away, but energy went down. Well, that's when you, you're, you're seeing the result of your adrenal glands and what your steroid use has done to them. Again, you're going down and you're watching, look at your top blood pressure number, systolic blood pressure number, and you're going to see it tank on you. And that's part of that is what they're get, trying to treat you with is what your adrenal glands produce. But you can't, even with your adrenal glands, can't keep up with it because they're part of the problem. When you see systemic acidosis, you're going right immediately to kidney and adrenal glands. That's your causative factors. Your lymph nodes are just your, your, your in-betweens, your septic tanks in between the tissue and the kidneys or skin. So you know when, they're, when your septic tanks are backed up, it's backed up to the cell for sure, but then what's backing them up? You got to go to the eliminative organs. And that's where you see the darkness with your eyes. That's where you see all the things. And then, of course, the adrenals. So they're just trying to give you what the adrenals would be using. But at the same time, you can't expect two uh, adrenal glands to deal with systemic inflammation or acidosis. It's just uh, you've got you've to hydrate and get into there with the alkaline side of chemistry. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you all. Take care, Alex. Um, okay, Mani, before we come to you, I just need to go to somebody that I know lost their connection um, and had one of, their, one of the first people with their hands up. So um, freedom is a concept. That's, that's your name. Can you unmute? Yeah, that's me. Hi. 
Hello there, go ahead. Um, so um, this is my daughter, um, India. She was born with spina bifida. Um, so she has a neurogenic bladder and um, we've tried, I've tried lots of herbs um, and I keep her on a diet that's free from bladder irritants. So like no acidic fruits um, and no, well, very little chocolate and um, those type of things. But um, the doctors want to do Botox again and she's had it done twice. I don't agree with doing Botox. I My hands are tied because of my H-U-S-B-A-N-D um, and uh, it hasn't worked. It's worked for like 10 weeks. It's meant to work three to six months and it hasn't helped her. So her bladder pressures are quite high um, and her capacity is very low. It used to be about 180 to 200 mils about a year ago and it's gone down to 90 mils before she starts to leak. Um, and she's on um, a medication for her bladder, detrusitol, but I've gotten her off every other pharmaceutical and replaced it with herbs and things like that. Um, I was just wondering if um, you knew of any way that I could um, get her bladder to be more elastic, you know, to um, stop the spasms, make it more elastic to increase the capacity and reduce the pressures. So I had a spinal bifida case. This was uh, probably 25 years ago or more. She was born without L4 and L5. Interesting, Pat. And in two years on 100% raw, she did develop L4 and L5. Isn't that wild? Totally wild. Well, first of all, you know, when you're talking about regeneration of either bladder tissue, whatever, I mean, sometimes you have to use a Flonase or some type of Flomax or something if she's retaining urine. Sometimes you have to jump and borrow a pharmaceutical temporarily so she doesn't retain urine because if she's filtering and she's retaining urine, then the blowback on the bladder wall is not going to be fun. Although we were talking about minor acids, if the lymph nodes are working properly, She's only hopefully about six pH in her urine, but still uh, you want to make sure she's dumping appropriately. Uh, I, that's why I created the antispasmodic, of course. But then again, you're in the adrenal glands, you're in the autonomic, you know, and you, you have the spinal bifida. I see a whole bunch of kidney and adrenal gland issues. And so that's where I'm going. I'm working on the kidneys. I'm working on the... Uh, uh, the, the endocrine uh, biology of the body. I'm going to be thinking about parathyroid also as well. So the utilization of calcium. Also, I'm going to look at pituitary growth factors, maybe a little thymus thumping, uh, but uh, I'm going to be looking at the endocrinology big time in that case. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to have 100% raw. If you're not 100% raw, regeneration is uh, very, 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 very slow if at all. Your regeneration comes at 100% raw, period, end of story. More into the fruit line for homo sapiens than the vegetable line, believe it or not. I mean, look at that toe when you say, well, you know, there's not all that calcium in fruit. Take a look at that toe. We built bone, connective tissue, tendons, everything else related to the toe. 
just on mostly grapes and, and, and some of your fruits. Okay. Which I did use earlier, but I can't lie about that fat. <laughs> Bone <laughs> connective tissue, you know, things like that. But you also make sure the parathyroid, the endocrinology of the body is up and working well with that because you got to go to the spinal bifida and understand that. You were going to say something else? Um, she is sorry, she just she finds it very hard to chew because this part of her tongue doesn't work properly um, for swallowing and stuff. So um, chewing would be like a major chore. Um, so she's always opted for um, very soft foods. Like when she was little, the only food I could get into her was pasta. And before that, like I would have tried her with, you know, raw peppers and all those types of things um, to suck on because um, she couldn't actually physically eat anything anyway. So she was over one. So I was um, just letting her, you know, taste the foods, but um, now she eats a wider variety of foods, but um, I suppose um, she does eat a lot of fruit, um, but it's still very hard for her to do it, you know, to chew it up and I suppose I could give her smoothies instead. And you said that she has, if she holds 200 mils of urine it starts to leak out is that what you said earlier she, she she used to hold 200 mils of urine and now she's gone down to 90 mils before she starts to leak out yeah so it's it's not improving it's getting worse yeah so the okay. consultants um are there uh they want her capacity to be at least 200 mils before she leaks and um they want her pressures down because at the minute, the, the way that they test it with the aerodynamics, um, her pressures are off the scale, like they're not even registering. So as soon as the, the, they start to put the fluid into her bladder, her bladder's contracting, spasm like, you know. That, that brief, yeah, that, that bladder spasm. reflex. The bladder reflex is struggling there. Definitely the motor neurons need to be supported, I would say you know, the brain and nerve formula big time, but the fruits, if you can get them into her as smoothies, I mean, at least she's getting that energy to, to nourish the neurons that are going to be strengthening the tonicity mm -hmm. of that bladder wall, because that's a reflex. And the spina bifida may have done something to disrupt that, but at least she can urinate, right? And she's not, she's not having issues no, with- No, no, she, she, she's catheterized intermittently okay so like anytime she needs to go to the toilet I have to help her go to the toilet but she might have leaked into her nappy okay so she doesn't actually pee for herself and she doesn't poo for herself either so yeah both of those, those sphincters go ahead well, just both of those sphincters. Um, so the both the urethra and the anus have an internal sphincter, which is under involuntary control. And then there's the external sphincter, which we control. We have the, the skeletal muscle tissue to control that. Um, if she needs help releasing it, but she leaks, there's something wrong with that tonicity. And like I was saying, I think the, the motor neurons 
that kind of add that, um, that contraction to hold it and then to allow it to relax, that needs to be supported. So fruit, brain, and nerve, fruit, brain, and nerve. Those are the, those, that's what I would highlight for your daughter. Okay. Thank you so much, Patty. Thank you. Thanks very much, Dr. Morris as well. Absolutely. But you know, that case is kidney and adrenals right down the road. Right. Well, of but course, yeah. We also could be hypothalamus pituitary, big time, uh, dealing with sphincter issues. I'm going to go to parathyroid connective tissue as well, you know, and, and strengthen these sphincters, strengthen all the connective tissue of the body. And also- Would you say gland tonic would be better than just endocrine? Yeah. Because of the, the, so. deer, the deer antler? Yeah, I do. I think so in this case. Yes. Uh, I also think a little accent on pituitary and maybe a little bit of parathyroid shaved into a smoothie or something, you know, uh, break down your uh, fruits. You don't want to get rid of the pulp because that pulp is essential to the body. Uh, so uh, getting it in more of a liquid form, obviously uh, important because you got to go back and think about you want to regenerate the whole nine yards, spinal bifida, the whole nine yards there and uh, regenerate that whole child. Because you know that you're dealing in genetic memories of cells. You know you're dealing in free uh, someone that has big time kidney and adrenal issues. Also, someone that's dealing in pituitary issues. How the parathyroid rolls is either individually weak or pituitary controlled weak. So you're looking at all of that. Can't hurt to do some hypothalamus, you know, uh, granular a little bit. Yeah. Hey, Moni, you're through to Dr. Morse. Patty? Hello, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, first of all, I want to thank you from uh, the bottom of my heart to Dr. Morse for his knowledge and help for us. And uh, I really love you because you saved my life. <laughs> and um, my concern is uh, the cravings. I uh, am uh, kind of 90% of fruit almost all the time, but from uh, after two or three uh, months, the cravings hit me and I go down. So what, what should I do? What should I take in consideration to over these cravings? It's about um, potatoes, and special and uh, some eggs. So, <laughs> what what should I do to to over these uh, cravings? What oh cravings? Yes, cravings. Yes. A little bit of parasite M goes a long way, <laughs> Patty. I mean, I, you got to get the fungus out of here. You know that. And right. uh, I don't know anything better than something like parasite M or something that's not toxic to you. You know, and it doesn't kill bacteria like that, because again, you want more of an antifungal than you want anything to deal with bacteria. But thank God, I think plants are selective, and not like antibiotics, where of course they don't work on fungus, but they they kill your your lymph node bacteria. And they, Patty and I have had long discussions about that. You you you, right. you can't kill your lymph node bacteria and expect your body to break down acids at three pH. So it's uh. Yeah, so I do more like that. Keep working on kidney filtration and your endocrinology, you know, because that's everything to you. Size, yeah, shape, right. uh, strength, uh, everything. 
Look at all the endocrine glands, they literally control everything. So working with that, if you need balance in, you know, you have a salad a day or something, you know, if you need a balance in that, or at least veggie fruit, you know, like cucumbers and, and things like that, maybe. Right, right. Thank you. Thank you very much for your help. Bye. Yeah, fungus is not always easy. We have a lot of fungus among us. <laughs> <laughs> the fungus among us. I have a hoodie that says fungus among us because that's been my problem. <laughs> I didn't wear it today. <laughs> no. Um, I do have some questions, but first of all, I just want to say thank you. And I'm just here to show a hope story. I brought a video. Actually, I've had like uh, two or three near-death experiences or more since I got the Gardasil vaccination in 2007. It uh, threw my immune system into kind of a state of uh, immunodeficiency. And then I've dealt with candida. I've dealt with um, autoimmune encephalitis. I've dealt with neuropathies. Uh, but this was um, last year. I looked like this. I looked like this. Wow. No color in my face. Um, I was seeing white light, like I was seeing Jesus. I was hearing from dead friends. It was a nuts. I love those vaccines. I just love those vaccines, you know? And then um, think they help us take another ride. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that's how sick I was, like all swollen. My God, man. I went to the top neurologist in uh, my state of Oregon. And she told me I was depressed. She Gardasil, Gardasil was, was a bad one. That's yeah, a bad one. I, got, I got the meningitis shot, a hepatitis shot, and Gardasil in one day. Oh, oh triple whammy. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. So um, actually, my journey with the fasting has been really long. I did it back in 2017. I got really ill. Um, I, I was coping with the fungals after postpartum with my daughter. And I was given a bunch of antibiotics while I was working abroad. And then the fungus just took me over. Um, and uh, so I, I was trying the fasting back in 2017. And actually, <laughs> I went psychotic. So that's my big question is psychosis during uh, fasting. I had a near-death experience and I went psychotic <laughs> and I had like autoimmunitis really flare up. Did you go out of the body at all? No, I saw oh. white body and I saw fractals. Like I saw fractals, grid patterns, those kind of things. And um, I, I was like urinating on myself and I, I saw tunnels and I was trying to will myself out of the body, but something was keeping me here. <laughs> Well, I have a daughter, so I'm I'm here for her for sure. And they wonder why I don't like medical doctors, Pat. <laughs> I mean, and, geez, right? And I try to go to them, and well, anyway, it seems like to give a lot hope, of these... hope to everybody. And I, my question is mainly about psychosis, but also like even my naturopaths, they told me to take lithium for for balancing my brain. I was like, no, I'm not a battery. <laughs> um, it made it made my teeth numb. And yeah, I still struggle with that. Well, first of all, I know from my part of this, I'm going to recommend, you know, like I was saying, your, uh, the endocrine gland herbs or uh, the endocrine gland tonic. 
Uh, this is, I have parasite M from all my fungus issues, and I have the liver skin. And I'm going to say the same thing. I would be using circulation, brain, and nerve. I'm going after the kidneys because you know these are neurotoxic <laughs> vaccines. They just slam your nervous system, both CNS and ANS, because you only, you only work on your adrenals there, of course, and get your kidneys to filter. You're going to work on that lymphatic system to pull all those toxins out that might be stored in there. You're wearing glasses, so that tells me you got a lot going up here, lymphatically mm -hmm. speaking. And so, you know, you got to drain the brain, so to speak. You know, right. again, getting down through here, working on the GI tract, because this, yeah. this, this head sits on top of the bowels, basically. <laughs> Well, and um, I really struggled. Like my first time fasting, I had the psychosis, but the second time around, I was so desperate and I was so close to death. I tried Reiki and that, that busted my kidneys right open. Like I, I started urinating and it looked like I was urinating out brine. It looked like brine. Wow. A, a Reiki session for that? Uh, and I, I was too poor because I was disabled so long without any kind of benefits or safety net. So I, I was just listening to Reiki on YouTube. Well, that's when you go to teas, find out whatever teas you can find out. Oh yeah, I have uh, a I have a whole bunch. I have like skull cap teas, valerian teas, dandelions, like yeah. basically every all my like my whole body was affected, brain, liver, yeah. any organ you have. Well, supporting you in psychosis or anything like that, you mentioned the word postpartum. So yeah, it, it was postpartum that I really wow. took a turn. And that automatically takes me to the parathyroid glands. And so then my next question is pituitary because you got the glasses on. You're up. In I'm the short. Upper. I'm I'm five feet. <laughs> so we know without yeah. question the sheer pituitary is involved. So yeah. you got to work on those. You got to work on the pituitary with herbs. If you can, you work on your uh, parathyroid with the glandular. And, and start dealing with those sort of calcium utilization problems, neurological feeding, uh, high energetic foods, again, for the fruit for the neurological system. And then I can't say that as, as these toxins move that you won't experience some symptoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've been having mood swings and a little bit of that. Yeah. But I'm doing so much better. Like anything's better than seeing white light and uh, being bed bound. Oh my God, honey. <laughs> So you there's know, hope. There's hope for everybody, and if you're stuck, like, don't be shy to do like complementary therapies. Yeah, Pat and all I right, were just you. talking about that before we came on about trying to get all this out to the world because you know it, it's common sense, and yet the world wants to use toxicity to fight toxicity. Well, not it's only that, but the censorship—the censorship is disgusting. Ah, well, again. You're, you're in the one world order uh, planet. They don't want you alive. You're a worthless eater, you know, and all these things like that. And so you see what's going on. Mm. And so you're, we're all trying to survive in a very toxic, narcissistic world and difficult, but you know, we're the good guys and good guys do come on and uh, conquer the conquer. So you just keep getting yourself healthier, healthier, become more of a light, more of a light. And, uh, you know, yeah, truth can't, is going to get us. itself heard on this planet. Yeah. And I, I spread the word about, about this channel whenever I can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because, you know, people need help bad. It's sad. Look at the babies that are born. 
Pat, with all yeah, of these I know, problems, I know my daughter, I gotta, I gotta be extra careful of her because like the Lyme complex and the injuries that I had, like I can see that they've passed down to her. Yeah. And then, and then of course, on top of that, they want to vaccinate them. On top of what they got from the mom from all that, then they've got a fight and struggle from a Lord uh, cell function. Yeah, that's that's me laid up with shingles, but my my immune response was so low it didn't even get red. Look at that. See, and that already tells you already you've got viruses in you. You're, you're backed up. Your your myelin sheaths are down. All of that, absolutely. Yeah, some some days I'd be white. My hand my hands were turning purple and blue. But, well, uh, that's, sounds that's like you're on the path of regeneration, though, sweetheart. And that's what yeah. this is about. Yeah. It's I mean, a roller coaster, but we're all in it together. And anybody that needs help, we have a really good Facebook group that uh, we support excellent. each other. And that's what you need. And, you know, it could take somebody uh, a year or two to turn themselves around. It could take somebody a, a matter of six months. It just, everybody's uniquely different depending on the level of genetic weaknesses, the level of lymphatic stagnation, all of that. Okay, Heidi, you should be able to unmute. Second, can go you ahead. hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, thank you, Dr. Morrison, Patty, thank you. I'm so excited that you're here today and making time for all of us. Oh my goodness, um, I'm nervous, so I wrote, I wrote everything down. <laughs> I don't wanna waste any time. Um, my question comes from my great fast. I'm currently on um, day six. But um, so yesterday, day five, I began intense burning in my urine, like so bad I couldn't barely leave the house. It was awful. Um, I tested my pH, which I do a lot in my urine, and it was 8.5, which was um, really high for me. Um, usually it's like a 6.5 or six. Um, and even on the great fast at the beginning, it was... Um, about that the whole time. So I was just like, oh no, what, what does this mean? So I did reach out to a few people and just kind of questioned at that time and um, kept going, but I was in a lot of pain. So I just started hydrating um, and just kind of praying through my day because I needed, to, I want to continue on the great fast. I'm feeling really good on it. So um, by the afternoon, I noticed that my burning was a lot less um, after doing some hydrating. And when I got home, I tested my pH and it was back to 6.6. .6. But then I, I also kind of test to see if I'm filter, filtering. Um, and I have been slightly on the grape fast, but right after I tested, I was, it was so thick. It was, it was crazy. I was so excited. <laughs> I shared that. Um, so my question is twofold. How can I calm down the burning? Um, you know, of the urine when I'm on my grape fast or any mono fruit fast pretty much um, and keep going. Cause I don't wanna like, you know, stop. I wanna keep going through it. Um, and sometimes in the past I've done a longer grape fast for 13 days. It lasted for five or six days and it was just unbearable. So I don't know how to set, kind of soothe the body so I can get those acids out. Um, and then also what does, what makes the kidneys pH levels go more alkaline 
many days into the great fast because it happened this time. And then last time I noticed it happened kind of blipped in and out as well on my last great fast. So I am on lots of herbal formulas as well. So if you have any questions about that and what I'm on, I'd be happy to share. Thank you. Well, I know just from, you know, a medical background, uh, uh, elevated urine pH is associated with certain types of infections. And I'm wondering if there are little microbes, little helpers that are trying to break down some of the congestion you're pulling out of your tissue spaces. And sometimes when these are flushed out along with what you're releasing, the urine pH goes up a little bit, but I don't know if Dr. Morris has anything to comment on that because we see fluctuations when you're pulling a lot of weird stuff that shouldn't be in your tissue spaces. I mean, you're on the right track of getting it out, but how to ease that? I'm going to let Dr. Morris talk to that because um, I know that's a problem for many people that are doing a great cleanse. I think I think she answered her own question by keep going. She wants to keep going. You know, these are called what I, loosely we call healing crisis. And look at all the sediment stuff you got out during that too. It's like yeah. you went alkaline, which means you're losing your electrolytes. But at the same time, it's part of hydration of the lymph system, because you're talking miles of, of, of retained acids or agglomeration. And so normally a person does in their initial startup see an alkaline urine because they're, most of their electrolytes are, you know, going out. It's, it's, it's almost, okay. I don't even know how to equate it to something. It just takes a while to hydrate all those interstitial spaces properly. I would say that things like uh, slippery elm, marshmallow tea, uh, mullein, things like this would be a great uh, tea to use to buffer uh, painful uh, bladder and painful urine, but eight pH is not a burning pH. I know. See? That's so but strange. All that sewage you got out is a burning sewage, mm -hmm. but at six, it's not either. Uh, six and eight are not enough pHs to burn you either on the alkali side or on the on the acid side. However, I think you're just leaching interstitially. I think it's just showing that. You're, you're, you're detoxing and you're having these healing crises where things build and then boom, let go. That's the only thing I can describe with that. And using okay. these uh, like, like slippery elm and marshmallow and things are a, a real benefit when you start to have these sort of things like this. Okay, I do have a stomach tea and I remember seeing that in another video. So I, I only did like one cup last great fast per day. And this time I kind of went in saying, I'm not doing that again. So I did three cups a day so far. It's been very well, minimal. So look at all the stuff you saw come out of your urine, you know, it's like, know. that's massive. And where was that, you know, and it's kind of like the body's holding and holding and then boom, releases, you know? So I can't say I can answer hundred percent of the ways of nature and detox because it is a weird bird sometimes. Uh, you just know that you're going to have them. Healing crisis is, uh, is factual and you're going to wave back through them. But I think you've got a beautiful attitude. You've studied, you know your stuff, and that's what you're looking at. That's the way you're going. Uh, just looking at your genetic issues and your eye and all this, you go after those issues. And of course, your endocrinology is key to, to every one of us to get our, our adrenals up, all of that. And so I think that uh, your thinking is totally right on. But keep in mind that you're going to reach these healing crises. 
Uh, I think the pH is not showing you why they're burning. It could be where all the agglomeration started coming out. You were burning interstitially big time because interstitially things were building and agglomerating even more because you were pulling them into the kidney and, and bladder wall. And then I think that you saw the release then. Okay. You might see you. that waxing and waning a little bit. Yeah. But you're okay, definitely on the you. right path. Yeah, you're definitely on the right path, honey. Is it okay to go ahead and just um, down some aloe as well at the same oh, yeah. time if it's like fresh? Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's what I was kind of have a backup. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, definitely. Okay. Most definitely. The only reason I don't push aloe real heavily because it can dry you out. But okay. aloe, I got tons of aloe plants at my house. Okay, thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, before we go to our, good luck, Heidi. Um, before we go to fabulous Tom, he's going to, no doubt, he's got a song for us. Um, I, just, <laughs> I just want to say to, I'd just like to say to Camilla, um, Camilla, we will get to you. I know you've been uh, um, messaging with Megan and uh, we will definitely get to you this evening. Okay, so don't worry. Tom, first into song. <laughs> you know, I don't have one. I don't have a new one. Although I have been thinking about my Bonnie lies over the ocean. I just can't figure out how to get fruit into it. <laughs> that's that old Bonnie for you. <laughs> my Bonnie lies over the ocean. Oh, that's my body lies over the ocean. That's what it is. There you my go. Bonnie, my body lies over the there ocean. That's go. why I keep thinking of it. Uh, lies uh, over the ocean. Any, you getting any hair growth up there yet? Not yet, but I think it's coming. I do. It's still it's still cleaning out. I call it the barnacles and carbuncles and cellophane and, and cellulose <laughs> that's all been on there. That's all coming off. Wow. It's still coming off. Get a suction <laughs> cup. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, a blowtorch, maybe. It's great to see you two. I love the radiant energy coming from the two of you. Blessings to you both. Really wonderful. Uh, my sister, 71 years old, a good health generally, borderline type 1 diabetes. Um, her foot is just going numb. She's walking and she can't feel it and she can't move it and it comes and goes and she's got no pain. She thinks, of course, I'm nuts eating all fruit. You know, she tolerates me and all of my crazy ideas. So she hasn't been particularly open. I sent her a video of you, Robert. She said, you give her a headache. That was her, that was her comment. <laughs> I just said, oh, well, I don't know what Aww. to say about that. I don't know what to say about that. I Poor think it's that. your intensity. I think it's your intensity. So, but I, I, I did say to her that you have some remedies. I thought circulation, um, nerve and brain would be good for her. They say they think it's a pinched nerve in her back, but there's no pain connected to it. So whether so it's a motor going nerve. Numb, her lower, what's going numb, Tom? Her foot, her right foot, okay. just that one side. So no pain, goes numb, she can't move it. So any advice you have for that? And just one quick physiological question, and then I'll turn it over to two of you. Last time, 
I asked you, how does lymph move? And you said, through movement. Movement moves lymph. But then I was thinking, where does it go? Does it have channels that it goes to? So it collects toxins. You know, my sewer pipes go out the sewer, right? Where does, what's the, blood circulates from the heart, oxygenated blood through everything in the body and then deoxygenated blood through the veins back. So I understand that system. What is the system for lymph? Where does it go to? What are the channels? And where does it know to go? So anything you want, any light you want to shed on that, or if you can direct me to any materials, that would be great. So anything on either of those fronts, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I would say the, that's going to be our next class that we're going to give is going to be on the yeah. lymphatic system. We've covered, I still have to get up onto the school, the whole cardiovascular unit we did um, before I dedicated a ton of my time getting my dog back online because he was having some issues. But um, I'm adding to the circulatory system, the lymphatic system. And we're going to talk about, you know, where you see blood vessels, you see lymphatic vessels. And what happens is that in the tissue spaces, the lymph is taking the excess. So they do say in the medical system that the lymphatic system plays a role in our immune system and in fluid balance. So it's taking excess fluid with all of the toxicity intermingled in it away from the tissue spaces. Their problem is that they say all of that goes back to the blood. You know, we're taking all of the waste right. out of the tissue spaces back to the blood. Um, uh, my goal in this next class is to show, using some of their research articles, the pathway to the kidneys. There's lots of lymphatics in the kidneys. Um, I like Dr. Morris's idea of how it piggybacks onto the blood vessels, drawing toxicity from the blood at every single point of contact. But um, it, it, there's just tons of lymphatic vessels throughout the body, and they have to have open pathways to get that fluid away so that they can reach the kidneys and release the waste products. So, um, you know, if I had a definitive guide for, you know, what helps those lymphatic vessels move, huh. yeah, we, we need that to be bigger, Dr. Morris. But yeah, you can see all of the tiny little lymphatic- Those are lymphatic, those are lymphatic. Yeah. Those are lymphatic capillaries in the-, in the Look finger. at that. They're tiny. In the finger. Just, wow. Just just to show you the detail of the lymphatic system. And that's just the lymph vessels in the finger. So where you have lymphatic artery, uh, blood arteries and all that, you have lymphatic arteries, so to speak, and lymphatic capillaries, like Pat says. Plus, this new uh, discovery from uh, the University of West Virginia, I'm telling you, that's what our conversation is. When you have a piggyback lymph vessel mm -hmm. on top of a blood vessel, you're asking yourself because you know that the blood can't be acidic. It has to be able to get rid of its acids some way, somehow, because messing with <laughs> blood pH is not even accepted by allopathy. So how does the blood, how does the blood, given that the blood is more water-based, the lymph is oil, and why that understands the, the come together in the interstitial fluids, why you don't see a little bit of blood in some type of mucus coming out of lungs and things like that because you have some interfacing there, but you have to you have to have separation where it comes together interstitially around the cell. But outside of that, you've got pathways everywhere. They just don't understand the pathway from the main pathway to the kidneys. They think the blood, just like Pat said, the lymphatic system goes back to the inferior vena cava, dumps its 
it's uh, acid waste back into the blood. And I'm thinking there couldn't be anything more stupider on the planet. <laughs> you can't, right. you know, this whole thing about worrying about uh, blood being uh, moving toward the acid side, dropping its pH, and then you're dumping pounds of acids in, back into the venous. It, it just is the most stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Why has this? Why has this vast? Why has this vast lymph system never been documented? You know, I saw that Chinese traveling so with the bodies and all the. It was amazing, mind blowing. But there was no lymph system there. Why? Why does that not exist? If they, if it's everywhere. Well, Pat's the professor, but I don't think they can. There is an international society of lymphologists. And Dr. West was part of that. Well, Dr. West was a naturopath, and supposedly he was the only naturopath that all these top medical doctors of the lymph system uh, would let in. And his son called me, pissed off at me because of my approach on the lymph system. And I said, what do you think the lymph system's there for? He said, to buffer blood proteins. I'm going, what? Have you ever heard of sewer system? You know, and then Pat, remember when they had the uh, professional symposium on lymph system that we were listening in? I don't know if you caught some of these. I couldn't believe the stupidity of the, the international physicians and scientists that deal with the lymph system. I mean, the, 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 the most brazen one I thought was the ability to cut out good lymph nodes and replace them where the bad lymph nodes are. Where you have lymphedema, she said, well, we can just take good lymph nodes where you don't have it and replace them where you're having lymphedema. Because they know that if you remove lymph nodes or you destroy lymph vessels, you're going to get lymphedema. Duh. So the biggest issue is why one reason Pat and I came together was I introduced the kidney connection to the lymphatic system. Mm -hmm. And I remember Pat saying, you just answered how the body gets rid of metabolic acids. You have eliminating organs on the lymph. You don't have eliminating organs on the blood, except for you can say the spleen is, how, is a lymphoid organ. Right. And then you could say this is how the blood is refurbished and how it cleans itself. Now, you might argue some bladder and some kidney cleaning, but the spleen is well known in A&P as a lymphoid organ. It's how the blood white red blood cells refurbish themselves. Mm -hmm. Duh. Yeah, there's so much that needs to be done to understand how the lymphatic system really works. I mean, and I mean, we're asking allopathic medicine to solve a problem when, you know, they think it's a good idea to throw, you know, three pH chemistry into a port for healing cancer. I mean, that's how confused they are. So they're not the best resources, I think, for explaining yeah, how the lymphatic system works. But, it, if, you but got yeah, chemo at three, if you got chemo at three pH, you were lucky. Yeah, I guess really those are those are the people that benefit just like, yeah, two pH is probably more like it. And I remember, Pat, when chemo was 1.4, 1.6, and now they pushed it up to two. Well, that's hydrochloric acid. Mm -hmm. And then some people think hydrochloric acid goes from one to two. Crazy. Any recommendations for my sister? Absolutely. Was, Go ahead, Pat. Well, you said you can't feel her, her. Her foot's numb and she can't move. It goes, it goes, it goes numb and she loses motor control of it. She can't, she can't, she can't move it. And then it, and it comes and goes and she's getting physical therapy. They're working on her back. They think it's squeezing of the nerve pressure on the nerve in the back. 
Um, and she says it's getting better. I don't know whether it's getting better because of that or it's just getting better, but it comes and goes. And she's type one? Yeah, type one borderline. And is she, uh, are her blood glucose levels, do they stay pretty high? Uh, they're mostly within normal range. She doesn't, she doesn't take any insulin. She's, you know, she just manages it. Okay. My take on it is probably it is the lower back. I mean, yeah. you, you can see the same thing though in your wrists and things like this, you know, where you have a buildup of deposits or calcifications because of you're constantly moving them. And of course, this creates acidosis. And if you're not removing acids, then your acids are going to leach the calcium out of the joint. And in the presence of, of acids, you're going to see calcium calcify again. So now you're, you're creating all these rocks and, and blocking blood flow, lymph flow, nerve flow. And so then you can experience that. But a, a good scan of her lower back would show whether she has compression, whether she has herniation of the discs or whatever. Uh, and then ask yourself, why would you get that? Yeah, And that's exactly. going to pull you right back to her kidney and adrenal glands. And of course, your adrenal glands are neurotransmitters and the ANS, because you're talking about the ANS nerve, the autonomic nervous system. So you're going to always go to kidneys and adrenals. I'm going to use brain and nerve and circulation, like Pat says. You know, I'm going to use those formulas, but I'm going into the kidneys. I'm going into her lymphatic system, because if she's getting compression, if she's getting whatever, uh, on one side or another, why would you have swelling on that side? And that's going to be that kidney on that side of the spine. And you see yeah. that all the time. At the same time, that could reach right up into her parathyroid as well. So you're going to take a look at that as well. Look at her fingernails and things like that, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be looking at the spine as well. But one side would be easy to understand over the other side, one kidney. So you're always going to go to the causative factors because anytime you see a symptom like that, you're always going to be talking about the non-electrical side of acidosis, the corrosive side, whether it's spinal uh, compression or whatever, or she's building up in the uh, joint of the ankle or in the knee, whatever, you know, you're always going to see you've got yep. to open up pathways of blood, nerve, and lymph. Great. Thank you. Um, hey, Robert, Patty, on the back of uh, Tom's conversation, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> I like do you think the do you think the medical community know? But if they were to let out, then too dumb dumb. Do you think they're too? Well, one of the problems is the mind, and Pat and I have talked about this as well because she has to teach from an A and P book. It says there's absolutely no lymphatic system in the brain. Just common sense, not the fact that the University of West Virginia found it, but the fact that you don't have the ability to remove waste from tissue, it makes sense. You know, when you realize that you have two aspects of life, consumption and elimination, whether it's your car, you're driving, your factory work, whatever, you have consumption, consumption combustion, metabolism, whatever you want to call it, respiration, all these factors, and then what's the, what's the side of chemistry that's a byproduct of all these cycles? The crib cycle, everything else, look at all the spinoffs. And what you see is acid after acid after acid after acid. Well, you know the blood is electrical and acids are non-electrical. You're talking about electrons, you're talking about electrolytes, you're talking about the alkaline side of chemistry. 
And so you know immediately that there's only the two sides. And if you have to always rest on those two laurels, that what side of chemistry is these tissues involved in to see the symptomology that you're seeing? Anytime you're diagnosed with an itis, you know immediately it's inflammation. And inflammation is simply the word acidosis and the body's response to that. Yep. Yep. Um, I hope I get your name right, Leah? Yes, Please? yes. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. um, been following you for a long time and I've always been more or less fruits and plants are raw, but I've noticed, especially since COVID, that I feel like I've aged so much more and I wanted to introduce more um, things to my diet. And I don't know if it's because I don't really use that much, um, say olive oil or butters. And I just feel um, I can I can improve and I really have bad puffy under eyes. And it was, I swear, since I was a little kid, I go, please don't let me have grandma pad eyes. And then I now have currently kind of really puffy under eyes. And I, I walk, I work out, I go to the beach every, at least five times a, a week. I, you know, definitely walk, exercise. I move my lymph, my limbs. I do everything. Um, that we're supposed to, and every single doctor I've had or nutritionist, they tell me, because I am, um, since I had my sons, I've, I'm a diabetic, uh, type two diabetic, but I control it with my, my diet. And I always keep it really in the zone where it's tolerable, they say, but it's never good enough for me unless I'm always have my glucose around 90 be, I fluctuate from 70 to all the ways to 120 and they always want to put me on metformin. I refuse all that. They want to put me on statins. Now, I, re I have no medicines. I don't take any of that. Um, I pretty much control everything with diet. And I just wanted to know your advice about if I do do your tinctures too. I have numbers of number of those, but I just don't feel I'm getting more wrinkly. I'm getting more, um, you know, I just don't feel as good as I have in the past. And I'm really achy with, um, you know, my hip walking because I refuse to not walk five miles a day or at least five times a week. And that's my question. How come I don't hear you? Well, okay. oh, oh, I thought Dr. Morris was going to talk. <laughs> it's up to you, up to you Pat. Okay, well, I mean, if you're worried about like wrinkles and whatnot, I would say, you know, toning up the tissues and strengthening the, um, you know, the, it's, it's, are you asking just because you're on mostly fruit? Why, if that's why you're, you're more, yes, wrinkly? I just didn't know if I should introduce more. I do do salads because I really crave savory and a lot of times fruits are too, uh, fruity for me, but I, I want to be, I want to have more savory. So I do do salads and sometimes I splurge because I have my husband and three sons that are very uh, into going out to eat. And so I will do a pizza or, you know, a restaurant meal interspersed there a couple of times a month, but mainly it's all raw for years. 
when you when you, are you eating a lot of salt in your diet no and i do crave salt but i have been trying to put um in the morning i'll do uh warm hot water lemon i'll sprinkle a little himalayan salt in it and some cayenne pepper just to kickstart my day but it's more or less for me i'm annoyed with the puffy eye part and i want to sort of do the olive oil and add butter to somehow you just told us everything that's wrong with you i did you just told told yourself everything that's wrong with you number one kidneys yeah puffy kidneys kidneys big time right and also you crave salt so what's down if you crave salt what what gland deals with sodium right? So you know your adrenal glands are down, right? So you're out there exercising a lot. You're out there trying to get, you know, fresh oxygen and out moving around. So the question is, are you properly filtering? Because you're creating all this acidosis by moving around, thinking you're doing the right thing. But again, we talk a lot about if you're not filtering, then all that extra acidosis you're creating just adds to your inflammatory response in the body. And uh, you, you could be a little edemic. I just keep getting that. It could be a little edemic on top of this. So kidneys, I really, kidneys. Not. I, I really don't hold any water other than like right in my eyes. <laughs> really good about that. And I do check my urine for filtering and I do that well. Um, good, good. But I would just keep digging into my lymphatic system because that's what you're talking about. Watch your adrenal blood pressure on your top number because you could go low. And of course, that's neurotransmitters. Uh, your borderline two, which is your adrenals again. You're you're seeing that, although 120 is nothing. I mean, people walk around with 200 all the time, and we never gave any insulin to you or over 200 in the hospital. So 120 is really uh, nothing, but it does show that your uh, cortisol levels are low, and it just goes back to kidneys and adrenals, the puffiness here. The fact that you're filtering, you just keep pushing, 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 and rebuilding, and rebuilding, and rebuilding. And so when my sugar spike, and I take um, my, the blood reading after, say I have fruit for two, you know, because I have to prick my finger and check it for my doctor, and it, it'll spike up to the 120, and I don't really... I don't know. I don't, I'm, am looking for a different doctor. Well, it goes up, but it comes back down. That's what's important. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, it goes, up I mean, that's, that, that's natural. I mean, that's what blood glucose does. I mean, when, right. when more sugars enter the blood, you get a elevation. The importance is that it comes back down to homeostasis. So as long as that's working, I, I think that it could be that if you're retaining anything in your face, it could just be kidneys and, and adrenals and right under the eyes when you people read the face, you know, because the body is a mirror, just like the iris is a mirror of the body. The face has been associated with different regions and kidneys and adrenals are right underneath the eye. So more towards the medial aspect, that's adrenal gland. And then those pu- when I see puffiness under the eyes, I think kidneys, like Dr. Morris was saying. Always. Right. And I mean, I do take all his you know, like the kidney and the blood circulation. I mean, is it that I need to amp it up more or because it's been. I would, I would use at least one kidney formula to two. I would definitely have something for my adrenal glands. How tall are you? Five, three. See, so you know where else I'm going to be thinking about. I'm going to be thinking about your pituitary gland and the control of these because you could be taking something for the adrenal glands and not go anywhere because you're not addressing the controlling party. 
So you might want to think about addressing the pituitary. And uh, of course, uh, there's control of the whole body from that area. To me, the pituitary is basically an antenna of the hypothalamus. So really, you get up in here, circulation is an excellent one, brain and nerve is an excellent one. But uh, keep working, even though you're filtering, keep working on those kidneys, because anytime you see those beautiful bags under the eyes, that's kidney weakness, just like Pat says, and, and adrenals. And you're showing that in your, in your blood sugars and stuff like that, your blood pressure. Licorice root is a nice uh, herb to take for things like that, is that controls the blood sugar a little bit. It deals with the uh, uh, blood pressure, the neurotransmitters, things like that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Keep digging in, honey. But think about that pituitary gland and keep looking at your fingernails and stuff like that that relate to your happiness and relate to the thyroid, parathyroid glands. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Leah. Take care and good luck to you. Hey, Dr. Morse, can I ask you, uh, somewhere along the lower part of your screen, do you see somebody called Camilla? Camilla, can you wave to Dr. Morse? can't hear me at the moment no Camilla can you wave to Dr Morse there we go can you see Camilla? yes I see her I see her yep okay we're going to go to Camilla next okay okay Camilla is that is that okay with you hi go, go ahead hi Dr Morse so um I'd like to talk to you about my mummy um she has Graves disease uh she has a hyperthyroid and uh, uh, she's been on a raw diet for around three months already. Before that, uh, she had a blood test. And because one eye was larger than the other, at first it was like bulging. Then she had a blood test and she decided to go on a three-month raw diet. And she drank your herbs a lot too. And then everything seemed to go closer back to normal. Uh, but then one eye suddenly became, the other one became bigger. And then after a while, also went closer to normal. But now she has like pre-thyroid storm. So it's sort of not 140 heartbeats yet, but it's around 134. And she feels like both her eyes are bulging. And we contacted an endocrinologist and um, she told us that we have to drink two medications. So the first one is methamazole, and that's for the thyroid. And then second is indural um, that's a better blocker for the heart rate and we're not sure if we should take them or not yes uh, because like they are medications and we're trying to go in a raw diet so um, we also had another blood test recently and things got a little bit worse we think um, the blood test results and we're not really sure what to do. The raw diet really didn't like, you know, help as, as much during the three months. And should we take the medications or not? Is it a good idea so it can calm down her thyroid? No, I'm looking that... at methamazole. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Sorry. Is that the new one on the market, Pat? There's another one on the market for both. Well, it, it's... You see that one? I don't know if that's for the bulging eyes specifically, but you know, a lot of these Graves' disease medications they they damage the thyroid gland, right? Because they they try to. I mean, they you, they used to use radioactive iodine for Graves' disease to kill the thyroid gland. 
And now they're using medications that kind of do it in a different way. But I, I haven't heard of this one. So I just looked it up to kind of see its mechanism of action and what it's actually doing. But I'll tell you, I had a man a couple of months ago, actually, it was probably last year. Um, and he had Graves disease and he was determined to not be on the medication. And he just hit the juice and the herbs and his numbers came back to normal. So uh, I think it's one of those things that you have to be, you know, really strict with it, but I know how scary the thyroid storms can be, but that's just, you know, the hyperactivity of the gland before it hits that hypo functioning, which happens with a lot of endocrine glands that are being enervated. But go ahead, Dr. Morris. I was just reading up on this medication just to see if I can get the mechanism. No, I, uh, I had to laugh. I was thinking of that one new medication that got out for the bulging eyes, and I was watching the commercial for that. And if you read the side effects, boy, are they gnarly. I tell you, it's unbelievable. But in any hyperactivity case, there's only one remedy. And, and believe it or not, it's that common word detoxification because whether you're, you're looking at a thyroid in itself, because suggestive that it's one side over another, but both are controlled by what? The pituitary, right? And I'm sure they're looking at TSH and all these other things. But remember that which side of chemistry is the stimulating side of chemistry? And that goes back to acids again. Uh, acids are very stimulative. And so, again, you're looking at lymphatic problems. Uh, you're looking at uh, a lot of inflammation. And that, uh, there's, you would never give, for those out there working with people, you would never give anything for the pituitary or thyroid. Detox is the only answer to get that lymphatic system moving out of those tissues and creating enormity, or as Pat says, a homeostasis of those tissues. You're, you can only do that through detoxification. So as Pat said, the best way, and she saw it with one of her patients, was uh, get them on an all-raw diet and get them back uh, into, uh, get those kidneys filtering, you know, go after the GI tract, because again, the relationship here to the gut and the, and the uh, thyroid, the gut to the brain, you're into embryonic tissue there, the embryonic trunk, you're into all of the relationships there. So that's why you see us working with those tissues as well. But you're going to go after the lymphatic system, number one, or you're going to see a goiter as well, swelling of the lymph nodes and everything else around the neck and all of this. And the medication doesn't kill the thyroid gland. It, it basically disrupts the first step. Oh, Jesus. Oh, these guys are so smart. Yeah. It, it, so at least they backed up from directly killing the thyroid gland, <laughs> but it's interfering with the ability of the thyroid gland to produce thyroid hormone, which is your hormone of metabolism. You know, well, not only that, but uh, you got calcitonin produced by the thyroid mm -hmm. in a relationship to the parathyroid parathormone, which is relationship to your calciums. So you're not only messing with your, your metabolism and your oxidation of the body, you're, you're, you're messing with your, your calcium pulling and, and, and leaching and stuff. So it's like these guys are all nutso. Again, hypoactivity, that you can hit that with uh, glandulars. You can hit that with uh, uh, herbs for the endocrinology of the body. Yes, yes, yes. When you're dealing with hyperstates, that is pure detoxification and everything will go back to normal. It sounds like she needs to drain the brain, so to speak. You don't kill the thyroid gland. If you ask me, it's not my business because that's a medical, uh, that's their, their, their side of this. 
for a naturopathic side, we would never recommend anything that kills the thyroid. That's that's like Pat said, uh, they used, used to use iodine, and they still recommend iodine. Okay, um, thank you very much. But I was just going to ask about the beta blocker, just to calm down the heart rate so it's not so high all the time, so it's a little bit lower than usual. It's the indoral. Well, you could use herbs for that, uh, like California poppy and some of the herbs like that to kind of uh, kind of more sedative herbs, that sort of thing to kind of slow things down. Uh, I would probably go in that direction. Uh, you could always use your your uh, neural lymphatic points on the back instead of going clockwise here where the thyroid uh, uh, lymph area is. You could do counterclockwise. That'll slow down the thyroid a little bit. Uh, that would be more, that would be the one time, Pat, that you could use the reverse uh, on kinesiology is when you have a hyperstate, you could actually slow it down that way. Yeah, the cardiac nerves emerge right in the middle of the thoracic region of your vertebrae. So like go where your shoulder blades are, go medial to that, and just counterclockwise on either side of the vertebral column. And that will help to calm those cardiac nerves, which are, you know, and that's what the thyroid gland is is doing through the hormone, but you know we can calm the nervous system side of it as well. And again, yeah. we don't know whether that's thyroid or pituitary and thyroid. You know, you have to assume everything's upstairs here, and they got to drain down to the kidneys. So you just got to get everything moving. And I'd be curious if they still had their tonsils or not. Uh, tonsils yes. removed? No, uh, you, you didn't. You know, she didn't get her tonsils removed. So really, you know, detox is the only answer in hyper cases, no matter what it is. And I've, I've had that all through the years. There's, you cannot feed a gland or take something for it because you're in <laughs> hyper state, seeing some hypo activity on the flip side of that. You have to really go into detoxification and hopefully you don't, like Pat said, swing down the other way. But if you do swing down the other way, that does show you and then you can, you can take herbs for that or glandulars for that. Uh, but you want to make sure that you're not swinging back and forth. And if they are swinging back and forth, Pat hit it right on the head, back of the neck. Yeah, maybe okay. even some hot cold therapy back there as well. So look up the neural lymphatic charts and work on that, those neural lymphatic points down the, the upper C-spine. And also <laughs> the, between the shoulder blades, really key between the shoulder blades. Okay, but um, she lost a lot of weight. She weighs like 45 to 46 kilograms now, and she has lots of trouble sleeping. And um, sometimes like the medications, and when the, when the heart is beating really fast, like 130, sometimes medications feel like the only thing we can do to calm it down really fast. So um, yeah, about the heart, yeah. So um, should we still let you take them like in emergencies when it feels really bad and it's like um, pre-post-fire, like pre-fire That's when I would definitely use the neural lymphatic points to my advantage in working those points. Uh, also, you can hold the points on the hand, the reflexology points on the hand to slow down the heart rate. You, you know, I, unless you know what you're doing, it's, Kind of difficult, but you can always use the uh, uh, vagus nerve there and uh, put pressure on that to slow everybody down. 
but at the same time, you've got to use something like those type of therapies or some type of, uh, you know, California poppy valerian or something to also kind of help to slow things down. At the same time, you want a hundred percent raw diet. You don't want no protein, anything like that, but just set that right off. She doesn't eat like protein or anything like that. She's on a rule, but it's just over three months and um, the, the blood test results, they've gotten a bit worse. Um, why exactly is that happening if we're on rule? Like, wasn't it supposed to like help to make them lower? Say that again. One second, Camilla, you should be able Did to- you get that, Pat? Um, she said her blood work is getting worse. And I wonder, are they measuring TSH? Do you know which hormone they're looking at for her to uh, assess that her blood work's getting worse? I mean, a lot of times TSH gets really low in cases of hyperthyroidism. Well, she's but, not getting up here. She's not detoxing up in the head. She's not getting to these tissues. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting to see her blood work, see what it looks like from our point of view. Yeah, if she could let us know what, what marker they're looking at, because with, with hyperthyroidism, TSH gets really, really low, but that could also be a pituitary weakness where the TSH is really, really low because pituitary gland is what secretes that. But there's that negative feedback cascade where too much thyroid hormone turns off the pituitary. And then, you know, that kind of. Well, if she has insomnia, not from the racing of the heart, but generally speaking, she has a little bit difficult sleeping and and resting, that's just more confirmation. She's got it up here, but also you got to address the relationship of, of, the, uh, of the gut tissue to that, which is going to be the transverse colon. So this is why we work in the, in the, in the colon and, and, the, and the GI tract along with these other parts of the body, because she could have a spastic condition in the transverse colon about midway and, and, and hick up the pituitary, which then will hick up the thyroid. I mean, there's there's so many relationships in the embryology. We can tie that right back to the uh, the gut tissue, the, the embryonic trunk, and in the in the GI tract. So again, we go after all the relationships, but and then finding the remedy. The remedy isn't treatment based. There's no supplement you can take. There's no pharmaceutical except to interact with nerve synapses and things like this, or kill the thyroid. And there's nothing that you want to do there. Uh, you can use manipulation. I, I know someone, maybe an acupuncturist would be a lot smarter with that. And maybe looking up an acupuncturist that can help you with that would be a smart uh, avenue to go. Yeah, so um, just wanted to say thank you. I just wanted to say that she measured um, TSH and then T3, T4, F2, 3, F2, 4, and anti-TPO and anti-TAG, and all of them were higher than normal. Yeah, all of them were higher than um, the normal rate. And also- yeah, her um, TSH is high, then that's the problem. If the TSH is high, that's her pituitary, as Pat said, and there's the problem. But then again, the link to the pituitary to all the others is obvious. But also the link to the pituitary problem you have to consider again to the gut tissue. So again, it's all, but, but, and keeping it more simplistic, which system does she having trouble with? And it's not the blood that's causing this problem. The blood is just the kitchen. It brings the goodies home. 
it's the lymphatic system and the side of, of, of chemistry that is causing all these type of hyper hypo situations, all these things. It's always going to be the corrosive side of chemistry, always. And that's going to bring you always to one system because there's only two, really, your kitchen and your bathroom. Nobody builds a house without bathrooms in it. So you're going to go to her lymphatic system and also to the gut tissue here and just start working. And this is why the detox kits. You see why I have GI tract formula, GI broom. That's one thing I'd have her on is GI broom. I'd make sure her kidneys are filtering because how are you going to drain the brain if everybody's clogged from here or down? You can't change this matrix until this is cleaned up. These lymph nodes are opened up. Okay, um, but I'd just like to ask if it's dangerous for the heart that it's always beating so fast, will it have like long-term consequences? Because the heart beating fast and what? Yeah, she's got her, she has a very fast heart rate and she's concerned yeah. about that. And, and would you, in that case, maybe use an allopathic drug to help calm that so it's not overstimulating until yeah. working with maybe the herbs and the fruit she can come off of that maybe like as a way to kind of ease into uh, calming the heart well again use the use the neurolymphatic points you have an acupuncturist helper with that uh, that could be helpful although you're suppressing when you're trying to suppress the heart rate in that way she's tachycardia so what's her heart rate what does it get up to uh, 132 was the highest one. 100 and how much? 132. Yeah. No, I mean, there's definitely tachycardia from that. But again, as we were saying, learn these neurolymphatic points, which actually slow things down. And those are only used when you need to, you know, we only recommend that in these type of cases. We never recommend shutting things down so much but you can weaken that uh, thyroid by working on from the, from the upper axis down to the middle of the shoulder blades. You can use that technique of going in reverse counterclockwise on each side of the spinal column there. Uh, and and you, will, you will slow that down. Again, you can do that by holding the heart reflex, can also slow down the heart rate. Uh, also, again, you might be able to slow it down by the three fingers over the pulse line, depending on which thyroid is involved, right or left. You know, these are techniques that you can use to help slow or speed things up. Outside of that, you're, you're like Pat said, a pharmaceutical for tachycardia. But again, you don't want to kill the thyroid. You're going to be fixing that problem. Okay, thank you very much. I think that's it. We have any questions? A lot to digest and a lot to think about, but you got to understand detoxification. You have to understand the acid and base chemistry and the nature of each side of these, all of that. And we're just trying to tie that in for you. But I know it's probably a lot to tell her. Okay, thank you very much. I think we, yeah, we asked all the questions. Yeah. I don't listen to these videos. I think that'll help her. Okay. Uh, well done, Camilla. There are a couple of things for you. Um, if you scroll up in the chat, a few people have mentioned you and how amazing you are speaking about your mum and getting help for your mum like that. And also, if you didn't get everything Patty and Dr. Moore said, this video will go up on uh, Dr. Moore's TV 
um, by tomorrow, this time tomorrow, it'll be up. So if you didn't catch anything, you and anyone else, you can replay it. Um, so good luck to you and your family. Um, lots of love to you. Um, Patty, Dr. Morse, bathroom break. Are we good to go on? I'm rocking, baby. <laughs> rocking, baby. I don't think you've ever called me baby before, but I'm good with that. Yoey? Yoey? Yoey. Hey, go ahead. You hear me? Yes, we hear you. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Morse. H hello, everyone. And uh, thank you, Dr. Morse and Dr. Patti and Marcus. Uh, should I change this? Uh, do you hear me good? We hear you. Go ahead. Oh, OK, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm really grateful. I have uh, some question about um, my my baby dog. So I I've been doing. She had this uh, cataract. How do you say this on the eyes? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, one of uh, she is a little Maltese. Uh, sorry, I'm reading this because uh, it's the first time I'm asking this. I'm looking down, reading what I wrote. Uh, she had this cataract. And I've been detoxing her, and uh, she had one left right, uh, right, right eye. It's almost white. The, the whole thing is almost white. And in the beginning, I was really scared. And um, so I, I uh, detox her with the herbs, and um, it, it, it uh, worked uh, very well uh, to start. And, uh, uh, but, I don't know what happened. After a while, it uh, like uh, stopped. But anyway, it worked very well. The white, the whole, it was covered with uh, like whole white. And then it went away. But now it's like uh, stopped in a way. It, it stopped. It don't progress more. It's um, still had this white and the eye, you know, the dog should have she usually had big uh, black uh, dark now it's like 20% uh, gone it's become small I, I have a detox her with uh, bananas and this food and things and uh, could you give me some uh, I also give these granulars so what what is the weight of your dog uh, she is very skinny now. She used to be like uh, four and a half. Not now, maybe four or a little less. And she get more skinny when I don't know. Now dogs will get skinny on on mostly fruit. I would you know stick with more of the berries over the bananas. Bananas are fine, but uh, I think in that area the berries are going to really help with the the cleansing effect. Doctor Morris, do you want to add to that? No, oh, I'm in hundred percent agreement. Yeah, you know, my my 17-year-old dog goes through, and they're expensive, you know, those uh, containers of blackberries, they're like five bucks each. He goes through several of those a day. <laughs> we, we down the berries. And, and, yeah. but, and um, the purple, purple is really good for this whole area of the body. Um, yeah. You know, per, and if, if, if she's losing too much, I mean, if you're really concerned about her weight loss, you know, throw in maybe a purple steamed sweet potato. 
Uh, okay. But uh, we don't have, we don't have those together. things here in Sweden. We don't have those so much. But uh, what I mean, she, she doesn't like uh, berries. I have to like cheat her to 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 put in the. Uh, uh, I blend a uh, uh, grape and uh, blueberry, and I have to use a spoon feed her this drink. And she doesn't. The only thing she could go with. I think it's a blessing she agree with the bananas. Actually, she doesn't eat banana before at all. She she don't understand what's banana before, but I'm very grateful she, she started like this. And uh, it, it, it's that, okay, my my plan, uh, like, shall I grip fast her? Uh, what should I do? I mean, it's, uh, she has, she's eating like, uh, I don't know, 13, 16 different tinctures, uh, herbs, yeah. How many? 16, 13. 16. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, and I, well, bought, I mean, yeah, how old is your dog? She is born 2008, it will almost uh, 15. About 15, old. yeah, 15 years old. But, she she she's okay, but just I was a little worried. It's okay. She eat all fruit. I I I don't I I feel like a... dogs do fine on fruit. I mean, you know, you want to balance the excessive amount of weight loss that it's not debilitating for them. But I think that you know, dogs in the you know when you look at wolves in the wild for the period where there's not a lot of prey that they can hunt. That's all they have are the berry bushes. You know, at, mm -hmm. le at least that's true in the United States when they study wolves and they look at what their natural diet is. And they go, they'll go days without eating. They'll fast because they don't have the food to eat. But then, you know, when the rabbits return and that's what they hunt or whatever they pray. So it's, it's a balance with that. But um, I'm not telling you to put, give your dog any animal products because I think at 15, the dog's kidneys get a little bit weak and the, and the animal protein might be too much. But if you can yeah. get them to get some of the berries in, I think that would be beneficial just because I, I see, I'll, I'll let Dr. Morse talk because one of my dogs is barking really loud. I don't know if you can hear that. He was just agreeing. Yeah. But it's okay, Dr. Morse. I just go on, give her fruit. It, it's no problem, huh? Well, my dog likes greens too. So I've got two. I've got a chihuahua that's only about five pounds and then a multi-doodle. And uh, they both like greens as well. Um, so I don't know what to say about the greens, but what universal weakness does all canines have? Kidneys. And the kidneys control what system? And they don't sweat like, like uh, frugivores. So they don't have sweat glands and things like that. So it's snout stuff. So you still have to, to go after her kidneys or his kidneys and uh, the endocrinology. So I would, he's on a lot of verbs, but I would definitely go, you have kidney formulas and endocrine gland formulas. That age, I would definitely bring the nerve and circulation on them for, for sure. The cataract just shows you acidosis. Yeah, that's all cholesterol problems, but it just confirms that dogs have lymphatic issues like everybody else, but they're known, all canines are known to have kidney issues. Yeah, I'm so grateful, Dr. Morris, because you told, I had so much concern about what I gave her food since she was little. 
now it's so simple. Uh, the, I, I believe I have to damage her, her not I purposely, but this uh, kidney with protein because, you know, everywhere just talk about protein. I, I gave her vegetarian this uh, things the protein she has damaged this things she little also she i gave her oh, ice cream and things like that unfortunately and and the cheese and because i saw she was so skinny i gave her cheese and, oh, i'm sorry i just i didn't know it so well you know another thing it's hard with dogs because dogs love cheese you know, yeah. all the things that clog them up. But then yeah. they have problems and they get all the congestion just like we do eating those products, you know. And I know it's tough. I'm not saying I'm the best with animals, you know, to be <laughs> honest with you, but I've helped a lot of people with their animals. And Pat, I know, is an animal lover too. And so I've had horses, llamas. I've had all kinds of animals that we've detoxed through the years. But our focus is always the same, the endocrine glands of the body, the kidneys, you know, just like us, the adrenal glands, those sort of things as well. Just keeping in mind that they're going to eliminate more through the mouth and nose as opposed to sweating. Mm -hmm. uh, this, do you think I, I'm doing right with the eye granular? I gave her one pill every day. For, for a four-pound dog, Dr. Morris, keep in mind, that's a small dog. Yeah, you know, it, when you look at that cataract, you're looking at an effect of acidosis. So giving her eye health, I mean, you could just to, to uh, give her some eye health, but again, eye health is like any other uh, liver health, heart health, lung health, prostate health. All depends upon good blood flow to tissue, good lymph flow away from tissue. Uh, that whole cycle of getting rid yeah. of waste from 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 their diet, and so because the best of fruit diets give you acid waste. You know, all byproducts of foods are acid, so it doesn't matter whether you're eating the best foods on the planet or you're eating acid ash fruit. That's just double whammy. Yeah. So, so it's okay. I continue with uh, eye no eye granular. I don't think that hurt her, Pat. Do you? I I don't I. I think she's on too many herbs myself. Yeah, but. I think for the herbs, I would say just kidney and bladder circulation. Um, maybe she rotate has, endocrine with pancreas. Uh, she has everything of this. Everything I, I gave her a lot because I, I want. Okay. Uh, she has all circulation. Everything she gets. Uh, like a four kidney formula. Yeah, I would rotate these. I would not give them all to her in one day. It's it's good to rotate, and that is what keeps it exciting for the body, so that they're always dealing with something new. That's why Dr. Morris has several kidney and bladder formulas, so they can be rotated. Okay, okay. This not she, to be taken all at once. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she yeah. Uh, and the. Uh, you think I can give some of this uh, muscle spend this uh, super fruit later, super fruit also? Well, if you, if you, I think Dr. Morris is right to getting some greens in. I think Green. that's a good idea. You, but you make a, make a little smoothie, you know, I, like for my dog, I'll take some of the berries and if she doesn't like berries, throw a banana in there with maybe some greens and blend it up and then just see if she'll, or he, is it a he or a she? He, she, she. she. See if she'll um, eat that. <clears throat> uh, 
sorry and see yeah. if she'll take yeah. that in because sometimes they need a little bit of coaxing i'm just yeah. fortunate enough that i have dogs that i've been giving them berries since the day they came into my house and that's how i yeah. trained them with blueberries yeah. and blackberries <laughs> she likes alfalfa sprouts alfalfa okay I'll, i can plant that uh, we don't have those i have to grow that myself <laughs> so uh, but maybe I can inside the super fruit, Dr. Moore super fruit, I can get it's included. If you can get it down, them. <laughs> I, I force her for everything except banana she eat. Everything I have to put the, how do you say, like this uh, syringe, this injection things, I use that to put in her mouth. So <laughs> it's, wow. It's a work every day. I, I do many times a day to to because try she doesn't try the ultimate salve. I've not seen a dog yet, Pat, that doesn't love that formula. What what animal or human likes to, to lick or eat lipids? She likes Are you talking about the topical one, Dr. Morris? Yeah, it used to be the skin burn and then Yeah, you know what? Ultimate. I have put that on like my dogs will get cut and I'll put that on their little wherever the cut is. And they just lick it all off. They just oh, love it. <laughs> they love that, Sam. We have these rescue places that are begging when we run out of it. They were begging us for it because their animals love to eat it. I've never seen, even you, if you lick that, Sam, like, ah, oils. Tough to do a lot of oils like that, you know. But for some reason, that is a regenerative formula for animals like nobody's business. So you might try a little on that or her daily, you know, to let her get some oils for the lymph system and things like that. Okay, she loves that. Uh, see, what do you think, uh, Dr. Morse, about vaccine for dogs? The, is, uh, Same way I think about vaccines for humans. But when you travel, they force you. They force you to- Yeah, to, no kidding. Try to, yeah, find a, try, yeah, try to find a homeopathic vet that will work with you. Homeopathic yeah. vets, I don't know if they have them where you are, but if you can find a homeopathic vet, they can test their titers and oh. tell you, oh, yes, we, we gave you that. And they'll write it off. Yeah, Do you, we have this in Europe too, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, I have um, there's the Pitcairn Institute. You can, they, I think they, they train homeopathic vets worldwide. So okay. um, I can put maybe that website in the chat box for your reference. But they have a lot of, um, they even have homeopathic vets that you can consult with, um, you know, if you, if you don't want, because they can't treat you technically, but they're the ones that I would go to because they're the ones that often are the good go-tos for getting out of these kind of predicaments. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so grateful, Dr. Morse, that you, you liberate us from this uh, very complication, this, when I go, went with my mother to the hospital, you know, you just got lost. Now it's so simple. You, you know what's wrong. It's so easy to, I, you get the power uh, back in your hands. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for saying that because that's it. You put the power back in your own hands again. Exactly. You know, they're taking it away from people. And it's like, no, 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 no. We know ourselves better. Matter of fact, when you realize what they don't know, mm -hmm. It becomes shocking. You get lost in the hospital. You think they are God. It's a, you, you don't, you, you lost your head, everything. You just depend on them. And I found you. I, I got 
like I feel this power you get inside your hand and it's so simple you make it. it it's so simple. It, it's uh, I'm so grateful and for your herbs also. And I'm grateful for your love and not giving up on us. I'm so grateful. And I, I also, please forgive me. I, every time I watch your video, many times I, I, I'm eating junk food. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, I'm in a very strange uh, relationship. So I was eating this, uh, although I understand it's not good, but uh, yeah. I'm so good. You're doing a good job. We're proud of you. Thank Whenever you. Whenever you can take control in your own hands, work on your animals, work on yourself, we're proud of you. Yeah, but sometimes you are in a strange relationship yeah. that you, you start to eat junk food, you know. It, it's uh, really Don't bad. Don't worry about the small stuff, honey. Yeah, Don't worry I, about once in a while, okay? Yeah, thank you. I have a last question. I just uh, this, uh, you know, this, where we live in Sweden, it's so cold and dark, it's so depressed, and also fruit. So we think about this uh, tropical, this, um, but, but uh, we heard a lot, this, uh, maybe you go, you go tropical, you get some more sun and the uh, fruit, but, but it would be great. But th th there's so many talk about this uh, solar problem solar how do you call this micro micro you can't worry about radiation you can't worry about any of that you have to keep your body hydrated properly and cleaned properly and then things will come in things will go out yeah but 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 they they, they said they this uh, tropical place they're gonna wipe, wipe out all this with this uh, polar shift the solar maximum minimal maximum i don't know what's uh, is it coming That's sooner Maybe I, we get there and we get the wipe out anyway. <laughs> you're, running a, you're running a body in creation and one of the lowest levels of creation on a warring planet. Don't know what to say about it other than you're waking up on a warring low level planet. And most humans are sleeping. And all you can do is wake yourself up Take care of yourself or whatever situation you're in and do the best you can make because you're not your body. You're only using this body while you're on this journey here. That's it. It's not you. It's your body. So keep yourself free and, and do what you can to make your body healthy. And you're exactly where you need to be. Just you, You're where you need to be exactly. always. Trust, trust where you are. And just focus on the now and just, you know, love yourself, love your dog. You know, we just have to take in all of this love and, and be loved. Sorry, Marco. <laughs> no, don't apologize, Patty. Don't apologize. Hey, Yahweh, just from me to you, two things. One, no, no creature on this planet was born vaccine deficient. Okay. And two, don't watch the news. Just stay away from that TV. They want to keep you in a state of fear and anxiety just turn it off you don't need it you don't need it just, just you honestly don't need any of it okay radiation anyway as well uh yatoi yes it's me hello hello there go ahead hello dr Morse. hello everyone thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk here my question is um I, six months ago, I was on detox with the raw diet. 
when uh, I started some yoga and some walks and I started having a lower back pain where uh, I had a surgery two years ago for rectal prolapse. And I thought it's that wound that may be hurting after yoga. But with the passage of time, I slowed down the detox and the pain started increasing to even upper back. And with the passage of time, it's all my back hurting now. I started having burning with my urine and burning with my bowels also. Every time I move my bowels, it burns. From both the ends, I am burning. I started seeing black stools and continuously for six months. And um, at, at a certain point, my back pain was so severe that um, I can't leave the bed. I'm bedridden since six months with this back pain and this burning urine. And uh, then I uh, contacted Dr. Moore's clinic. I had a protocol from there also. I started having the herbs that make, made this burning even worse. I started nine uh, formulas together, but uh, they increased the burning even more with more filtration because everything that increased elimination, that increased burning also. So now that I am on bed still, um, I, uh, I just tried moving to all fruits because this is the only option I can try. All other things I have tried already. And then going to all fruits, it has increased burning even more. And I'm like passing fire from both my hands uh, these days. But the back pain is getting a bit better by going all fruits. So either the back pain or the burning, I have to bear one thing. The burning is so extreme that it's very tough to take it. Uh, so if I go slow and I go more wedges, then the burning goes down, but the back pain is gets severe also. So how can I calm down this burning a bit so that I can go ahead on all fruits or mono fruits with the, uh, all the herbs and I can uh, get out of this back pain and get out of bed? Okay, so for me, uh, it just shows you have a lot of acidosis or inflammation down the back, particularly is it the lower back? Yeah, it's right. I mean, to me, this, you're, you're talking about a lot of lymphatic agglomeration or stagnation, one interstitially in your, in your GI tract, you might even have sulfur involvement there. Also, you're also talking about your, your, your route down lymphatically down your back. And of course, it, it, when you start detoxification, one thing's for sure, your weaknesses, genetic weaknesses are going to expose themselves. But with that said, if you stay raw and push through it, you'll see those weaknesses start to heal up and get stronger, stronger, stronger. When, when a weakness or a pain stays around and doesn't go away, you're not getting into those areas lymphatically. You're not getting in those areas and, and hydrating and moving that lymph out of there. Whether it's a lymph node problem, whether it's a kidney filtration problem, uh, one of those problems are going to be there always when you cannot get rid of some type of pain. And it's common to, when you start detoxifying, to bring forth these areas of weakness. And then for some matter, either your diet isn't perfect or whatever, these things stay and stay and stay. And the only way is to accelerate back into a high level of fruit to move beyond some of these healing crises. The gassy bloaty problems are always gonna be either sulfur involvement or, or interstitial. In other words, in the wall of the gut, your small and large intestines, you're going to see a, a lot of lymphatic stagnation. With that, of course, is going to come malabsorption. 
your inability to put on weight properly, or you're going to be fat instead of muscular, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I heard that. You might want to. I, I could um, hear and not. Hear. Is, are you filtering? Yes, I'm filtering. Sometimes it's little, sometimes it's more, but when it's more, it burns even more, but the burning is very intense that it's hard to take it. So um, I'm just uh, unable to take it. I just want to find a way so that I can get these acids out because by going all fruits, my back feels like something blocked is unblocked now. It's, uh, it's feeling better, like it was stagnant, maybe lymphatically or something was there. But by going all fruits, my back feels better. I can move a bit now, but the burning is so intense. So uh, should, should can I take any herb or something? Because I have yeah. already tried the skin burn tea and Dr. Moore's healing salve, but uh, nothing is helping. I would use this. bone, use bone and connective tissue. I would also look to see my parathyroid. I'd also look to see my height. If I'm shorter, I'm going to know I'm pituitary involved. So you know that that's going to always trip up or make your endocrine glands weaker, just from mm -hmm. the very nature of the pituitary gland and it's a controlling of all the other endocrine glands. So I would be working on that. I'd be working on my parathyroid. Bone and connective tissue is a great anti-inflammatory, but it also accelerates the healing of bone and connective tissue calcium related issues. Uh, and again, keep working on your kidney filtration, use the neural lymphatic points, see if you can break some of that loose in these areas. Hmm. So I should go on these herbs again, because once I was taking then after increasing the burning, I stopped them because I was scared maybe by going this, this will get out of control, but I will try to go them uh, on them again, one by one, so that I can take the burning. But isn't it uh, damaging for the kidneys when we have this much burning, getting these acids out? I, I'm scared for that, that maybe my kidneys get damaged because of uh, this much acids burning you're me all the way. Born with, you're probably already born or developed the kidney weakness. Uh, as long as you're filtering, uh, mm -hmm. The kidneys can only get better. It's just that how much can they channel? Mm -hmm. You know, from, from your from your hydrating from head to toe, that's a lot of waste coming down toward those two kidneys. That's why it's also important to sweat, you know, to work on elimination through the skin as well. Take some of that burden off the kidneys, mm -hmm. but also work with those neural lymphatic points to help break up stagnation of the lymph related to that to those tissues. Uh, I think it's a great science kinesiology. I think the discovery of these neural lymphatic points are also important, uh, looking at those stagnations and, and helping to break them up. But again, that takes kidney filtration, hydration. Uh, I put myself on a grape diet every once in a while for five days or something like that, using, uh, like I say, bone, connective tissue, things like that, anti-inflammatory herb like comfrey. Okay. And can uh, drinking more water can help with this burning? Should I drink more water or should I take more juices, fruit juices? No? If you're asking me, I would do juices over pumping the water too much. Hmm. Uh, if okay. you're doing the water, you want a good uh, alkaline water, a good mineral rich water. Uh, if you truly want hydration of the lymph, you want stringents involved and that's going to move you into fruit juices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm already taking uh, three liters of fruit juices every day, but still it's burning a lot. I hope it will get better, then I will try to take it. 
take a picture of your eyes and take a look at that and okay. see what you look like there lymphatically, you know, and see what your kidneys look like, what your adrenals look like. Do you have nerve rings? Are you weak neurologically? That also will accentuate pain sometimes. All these things like that. But take a look at your, uh, your height. Look at your pituitary, your parathyroid, because if things are not mending properly, uh, you might be involved in some hypofunction of those. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, Dr. Moose. Thank you for the answers. Thank you. Keep working on yourself. Hi. Rebecca. Hi. Go ahead. Hello, my dear. Hi, Dr. Morris and Patty. Thank you very much for giving us this opportunity to ask these questions. <clears throat> I'm, I'm um, coming to you uh, with my niece's daughter, who's a year old. She was diagnosed about six months ago with uh, Sandhoff disease, which uh, apparently destroys nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. And it says it occurs when fatty materials called lipids accumulate in the brain cells, <clears throat> forcing them to malfunction and die. Now, she was told at that time that she only has two to five years to live. Oh, and, yes. Um, of course, my, my poor niece is quite beside herself with this whole thing. I started her on a, I told her to start on a fruit diet uh, right away, although she was still breastfeeding and still is right up until now. <clears throat> now I know that herself, she's not, um, uh, she's eating a standard diet. Uh, I think she tries to get a lot of fruit in, but it's not total fruit. Um, and then she started to, well, I also had her on some herbs. I had her on superfood explosion, kidney and bladder, chemical metal detox, brain and nervous system and adrenal support. Now I noticed that you had mentioned circulation and endocrine would also be good additives for her uh, brain function and things like that. <clears throat> um, she was also uh, been on Facebook and she found a couple of um, people across the world um, that uh, one person in particular had uh, mentioned this tangenelle, which is, um, it sounds like it's a medication. They called it a vitamin, but it sounds like it has to do with um, a balance or something like that. I'm sorry, I'm not that familiar with it. So anyway, she started her on that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, over the last uh, couple of months, she was doing, you know, relatively well, but over the last couple of months, her, um, she's gone very flat. She's very, uh, you know, her eyes are just kind of going back and forth. She doesn't really have any expression. She's just dead weight. Um, so she is supposed to be getting a feeding tube put in on March 30th. She's continued to, I know, but as you know, she's really not eating very well and yeah. she's breastfeeding her because she's concerned about her uh, in, intake. <clears throat> so I thought, well, you know what, although I know we're not crazy about tube feeds, at least it'll give her the capacity to just feed her strictly fruit and get that into her as well as the herbs. Um, because I don't know how much of that she's actually getting, you know, she's not really consuming uh, a whole lot of food. So I guess my questions are, um, what, first of all, um, what would you suggest? I was kind of just, you know, disheartened and I shouldn't be because when she started her on fruit, she was, she seemed to be doing okay. And now she's taken sort of a turn for the worse. And so to try and encourage my niece 
that, you know, things should get better. Uh, you know, it, it, she's just got so much going on. So with uh, her being on strictly fruit and the herbs, how long do you think you would see, how long would it take to see an improvement in her? And is there any other things that you can suggest for me to tell her? Okay, so the first thing, obvious, you know, yes. when, when you're looking at the damage of tissue, yes. brain cells, liver cells, or whatever, mm -hmm. go back to what you know to be true. There's only two sides of chemistry. Right. So what side of chemistry is breaking down this? Forget about diseases. Just mm. look at the chemistry yeah. of yeah. life, right? So yeah. you know immediately that this poor child has lymphatic problems. Yeah. What else? She might have genetics in the pituitary, on and on and on with that sort of thing. Yeah. But you're right on. Circulation, brain mm -hmm. and nerve, mm -hmm. definitely kidney formula. Mm -hmm. I would yes. stick in a little lymphatic formula with that. Uh, okay. glands. But I can tell you, uh, check the mother's breast milk. If the, brother, if the mother's breast milk is acid, uh, that baby won't get better. It just continue to get worse. Yeah. Because there's just, just no coming out of that. Yeah. Uh, on the on our TV site, we show you a case where the dad beat the little kid pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the mother was uh, scared to give the baby uh, herbs, and so through her breast milk, but she went total fruit, and, mm -hmm. and we pumped the herbs in the mom. Mm -hmm. well, of course, that translated to the baby, and it was amazing. I was amazed to see it myself. Mm -hmm. However, one year old, there's no reason why that baby can't start doing fruit. And, uh, again, if that breast milk is acidic then there's no question mama stop breastfeeding because there's no getting better mm -hmm. you're acidifying the baby and yeah. clogging the baby up uh, with mucus and stuff in the head and sinuses and it's just going to continue to suppress neural function pituitary mm -hmm. function pineal function things like that yeah so i would have her on those herbs and when mm -hmm. you're old that's just a couple of drops anyway and a little yes. juice you know, a little mm -hmm. grape juice. You can't taste it anyway in grape juice. And, right. and, you know, and start getting that baby all on fruit because that, going back to this study from Yale, mm -hmm. the brain needs fructose bad. Why, why get it through any other process than fructose itself, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, a real fan of, I, on a baby like that, high fruit, total fruit. I wouldn't yeah. think about giving that baby anything else. No. I guess the thing is, you know, for her, she's completely overwhelmed by the whole thing. And she's got oh, a lot that. of people talking at her, right? And telling I her bet. different things. So <laughs> that, without that me becomes... telling her, I didn't want to like say you have to do this. I mean, I'm saying that this is what you need to, well, you know, without taking away her own free will as well, right? Um, uh, I, think, I think our reputation stands for itself. We got the yeah. videos up to help. We've got a, yeah. a lot of young people talking about this. So I think that is a helpful for her to understand yeah. who we are. Yes. Uh, there's no curative value in treatment-based thinking, mm -hmm. right? And of course, right. allopathy, just ask the mama, is there anything allopathy medical doctors cure? Anything. Yeah. And the answer to that is strictly, absolutely not. Nothing is mm -hmm. cured allopathically. If I remove a tumor out of a lady's breast by surgery, okay, I still didn't cure the problem. Right. I removed the effect. And that's right. their job is to treat the effects of things. Well, the mama doesn't want to treat the effects but the baby will never come out of it. Mm -hmm. Mama wants to address the cause of this. And anytime you see the destruction of cells, there's only two, two sides to chemistry. 
Right. And you have to ask yourself, why are there two major fluids of the human body and two sides to chemistry? Mm -hmm. And you start realizing the blood has one feed at one side of chemistry and the lymph deals with the other side of chemistry. It's that simple. If you want mm -hmm. to keep it simple. Mm -hmm. And so it just tells you, you have stagnation in that baby of the lymph. And again, going back to breastfeeding, if that breast milk is acidic, you know, if the mama is not a raw mama or mama's having proteins and other things. The process. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so feeding okay. a baby uh, acidic breast milk that baby yeah. will never come out. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Good to see you again. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Valerie, here we are. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, uh, Patty and uh, Dr. Morse and Sam Marco. Um, I just first of all, I just want to say it's absolutely fantastic to be here. And I never actually thought that I would get to speak to Dr. Morse. Um, so he's an absolutely amazing man. I've been following him for the last number of months and I live in Ireland. And uh, so hi from Ireland to all of you. Um, so, yeah, it's fantastic to be here. And um, um, I've learned so much actually from watching his videos and looking at his um, his website and everything like that. And uh, he's absolutely changed my life, really, to be honest with you. And um, I have his book and everything and he's my children. Well, my eldest son is really getting into loves his book and it loves your book, Dr. Morrison, reading it and everything. So. So from that, I um, and ir iridology and everything as well. I'm absolutely amazed by it. I think it's fantastic. So in the next number of months, I will definitely be going online to do your course and your iridology as well. So that's a definite. But so what I want to ask you is a two part thing. So first of all, just about myself, um, I suppose the biggest issue that I would have would be my dry eyes. Now, I have listened to you before and I have that for over 10 years now. And I wasn't really thinking anything of it. You know, I just didn't really think much about it and I remember listening to you before and said it can eventually cause macular degeneration and I was like crap what's this I have to start doing something about this you know and another uh, I suppose big issue would be rosacea that I have that I was told I had now I have that as well for 10 years plus so from listening to your videos and all you know I my adrenals are definitely down my pituitary I've actually took a picture of my eyes that I sent into you and I've mapped them out so I'm starting to look at that as well um and it's definitely um, my pituitary and my adrenals and all that area are definitely off kidneys, everything, you know, which I can you can tell. I don't sweat an awful lot now. I do need to get in more exercise. So, you know, um, there's the, the issue as well with the skin, you know, not um, uh, sweating. I have been filtering my urine, which is great. And I do check it and everything, which is really, really good. And I would be on a 70 plus of fruit only. And I'm really enjoying it. I absolutely love it. You know, I, I think it's absolutely great. Um, I suppose um, the reason what I want to ask you as well is I do want to go on herbs because I do want to escalate the whole thing and I want to kind of get my system cleared out more. So I do want herbs um, and I, I want to order them from yourself. So I was kind of waiting to see what you came back about my eyes. Um, so that's kind of one part. The second part I would actually be more concerned about would be my um, 18 year old daughter. So again, we know the way they are in, in this day and age, you know, on their phones um, all the time in their room, diet is crap, you know, um, kind of really, they're more isolated really, I think now than they ever were before themselves and social media is their kind of outlet. But she was diagnosed with dyslexia back in 2021 and really her memory is atrocious. 
She's no energy. She's low motivation. Now she is in her kind of final year of secondary school over here, which is like the leave insert. So that's a little bit of pressure, but she really has like her adrenals are definitely shot. You know, she's um, really emotional. She would have had trauma as a kid with friends leaving school, moving schools, um, kind of boyfriends and stuff like that. So she would have had a good bit of trauma as a younger teenager, like 13, 14 and kind of really feels like that the world is toxic, which is not wrong, really. We all know what's going on. Um, so she feels, and the people in it are kind of very toxic and she's kind of like um, really not wanting to kind of, uh, she's, she's so low motivated. And I asked her, was she depressed? And she said, I don't know. You know, so then I was thinking, like listening to yourself, parathyroid, you know, so definitely her endocrine system as well. So I really want to get herbs in for them. Now, my other daughter would not be as bad emotionally, but her acne is atrocious. She's covering that up with tan and really low on it. And I try to get her to kind of go on fruit, but then they don't want it to get worse before it gets better. So it's kind of like, you know, hard really with them at the moment. They're kind of 14 and 18. Um, and I heard you mention on one of your previous videos about Roaccutane. And my son actually had gone on that um, when he was younger. Um, well, he was leaving certain year and it actually cleared it up and it hasn't come back. And I said to him, after listening to yourself, I said, you're lucky that you didn't get a blowback from that, but he's quite good exercise wise. He'd be very into his fitness. He does sweat a lot, you know, and he's really into fruit and he's actually reading your book at the moment. Um, and he's really into um, the chemistry side. He's actually doing pharmaceuticals in college. And I'm like, well, you better not work for any of these crazy companies now or your mother will have a word with you about that, you know, but really they're my kind of issues at the moment so really I want to get them on um you know uh, herbs to try and boost all these systems to try and bring them back up into more consciousness to actually um help themselves because they're really really low at the moment so I'm kind of more worried about them than I am about myself but obviously I want to get myself sorted as well and all of this is really for um them going forward you know because uh, they're the next generation and they're the ones that are really being tackled at the moment um so again i'm getting into herbs and everything myself i'm making some tinctures myself i'm starting off in that so yeah um thanks to you dr morse um you're actually um changing the world in every part of it so i just want to thank you for that um so yeah so that's that's it for me thank you very much we are we are yeah we are yeah we are yeah yes we are yeah well, it's obvious, Pat. The first thing I see is a lymphatic family. You got the skin in the sun. You got the same thing with mom. You have upper head areas, which is going to lead you to the transverse bowel again. Uh, you might have the pituitary. I don't know your height and all that. But Five, six and a half. Yeah. You got, you're definitely into the, uh, into the lymphatic system, no question. And then the adrenal glands, the lethargy, uh, low neurotransmitter production, low blood pressures, things like that. So, and that's just normal for children. Plus your one daughter is living in radiation bill. Mm. And so she's radiating the brain constantly. She's on the phone all the time. She's on the computer all the time, watching TV all the time. The problem with radiation is the same thing with chemistry. It's acidic, and mm -hmm. it stays at home when when you're agglomerated. When you're acidic, even radiation energy stays, and then mm -hmm. you start getting all kinds of problems. Mm -hmm. So she needs to open herself up again, hydration, alkalization, and get those kidneys filtering, start draining the sinuses and draining all this head area. 
Obviously, circulation, brain and nerve are key factors for her, for sure. Uh, also for eye health, no question about it. But you also have to take away the cytochemistry that's breaking tissue down. It gets into macular degeneration and things like this. And you're not going to see that with an alkaline blood. You're going to see that with a glomerulated acidic lymph. That's when you also see the, the glycomic pressures. You start to see the cataracts. You see all the other related issues dealing in acidosis. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm absolutely like open to doing everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I, I, that's that's where I'm at at the moment, you know. Um, but my daughter, like, you know, she's kind of, yes, they do eat fruit, but they wouldn't go on fruit all the time. And it like trying to get them away from their phones and trying to tell them about um, EMFs and, you know, like, um, you know, even LED lighting in their room and stuff like that, you know, like they, they just don't want to hear it, you know, and they, they're not she, like, especially my 18 year old daughter, like she's not in the headspace that will go all for it, you know, and um, that's the issue that I'm can. having. You do what you can and then your younger daughter, the one with the skin, right? Yeah. Uh, there's only one pathway to clear all that. It's easy to clear up the worst psoriasis you've ever seen. I've had the worst case where they were oozing pus like whipping cream. Mm. Cleared it right up. What did I do? I moved the lymphatic system. I've got the lymphatic system, plus I picked up the thyroid so they can sweat. And yeah, it can look worse before it gets better, but the end result is never having it again. Mm. You know, you might go through some ups and downs. Okay, the son that took Accutane that is bad, bad, bad stuff. And it doesn't mm. cure it. So one day when he decides to detox, he could experience or he could stop pop, popping skin cancers. You know, it's just because mm. everything is held within him. So again, open the doors, open the doors of elimination. That's my key uh, word to everybody. Open your doors of elimination through sweat and proper filtration of the kidneys and, and let these acids come out or you see everything you see under that sky. This isn't blood causing the problem. This isn't mysterious diseases that fly in and say, oh, you know what? I don't like you because you're an Irish lady. No, this is all caused by improper chemistry staying at home where it shouldn't. So to start off then, Dr. Morse, for myself, what would you suggest to start off on then? Well, again, for you too, circulation and brain and nerve. I definitely work on my kidneys, at least one kidney or two kidney formulas to start with until you're filtering good, then maybe one kidney. Uh, lymphatic, you know, to go after that. Endocrine glands, absolutely. If your blood pressure is low, in other words, about 100 over, you yeah, want to take okay. something extra for the adrenal glands. And that yeah, would go for your daughters too. Nicorice root, good yeah. anti-inflammatory, but also great for blood sugar control and of course, it enhances adrenal function, neurotransmitter function. So those are some of the things. But your one daughter that spends a lot of time on the phone and stuff, she's in for some uh, seizures and things like that. If she's not careful going into dyslexia and stuff like this, she could have some more serious problems. Mm. You also want to look at her parathyroid gland. Mm. She's Good very days. low in mood. Her mood, her, her motivation yeah. and energy is just nothing. Well, that's okay. your, you've got the adrenals for your, for your emotions, but you've got yeah. your thyroid, parathyroid for self-love. So if you just don't have any care for the self, depression, that's all parathyroid stuff, thyroid stuff, emotions, anxieties, breathing, that sort of thing is all adrenals. 
Yeah, and I've started doing um, kinesiology and um, uh, reflexology as well. So I work in healthcare. Uh, I specialize oh, in palliative care. I work. I specialize in palliative care, but I'm changing modalities now. I mean, I always love those areas, but I'm becoming less interested in allopathy now for sure. And I'm talking about yourself and the two sides to chemistry and work all the time now. And, you know, I, I just never shut up about it, you know? So I just, uh, yeah, I just want to get some, I just want to order some herbs now and get the whole detox going for, especially for the kids as well, just to try and boost them up. And um, so I've told my daughter to kind of watch yourself. Yeah. I told her what you look like. So she goes on, she'll see what you look like just so she knows she's on the right part. Tell her that on TikTok, I have the monkey diet challenge. Tell her to go try to put it up today. It's called the monkey diet challenge. Tell her to okay. follow that. It's on TikTok and Instagram, you know, and, and get into that sort of thing. You know, I've got a good friend that's an RN that's in Ireland and her husband's a naturopath in Ireland. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks a million. Yeah. Thank you, Valerie. Hey, and for everybody else, um, if you go to Dr. Morse dot health that's the website okay drmorse.health that has all of dr morse's websites and if you scroll down a little you'll see all of his social media all the buttons very very clear very easy it's a very simple it's a one-page website right drmorse.health it's the only website you need um okay the school if you want to take and learn go to the school pat's got a and classes up there fun stuff uh we're trying to build that into a doctorate uh and have fun with these and just learn all you can we try to keep it simple uh and and really to the point of what the problems are not always easy answer to detox you know and sometimes that seems like a simplistic answer but you have to understand what all that means hydration interstitially it means removing the inflammatory response, which is all from acids or proteins in the body. It's understanding a system that no one understands on this planet, the lymphatic system. You've got a fluid-based system that's bigger than the blood. We just showed you the lymph vessels in the uh, uh, finger alone. So it's a major system that's totally ignored allopathically. You can't ignore it. You can't ignore the acid side of chemistry and the lymphatic system, let alone the connection of the kidneys and the eliminative organs like the skin to this system. They're not there yet, and they won't be there for a very long time. So you 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 have you you've got to take it on yourself to get that get that picture, and that's why I try to draw this jigsaw picture so you can put all the pieces together. You know, medical doctors can't put this puzzle together of health because they don't have the picture. That's exactly it. Hello, Mo. The picture of health starts with what species do you belong to? What food is designed for the Homo sapien? We're the most neurological species on the planet, no question. There's no other animal on this planet that can build what humans have built. That means they need high fructose foods. Again, there's this study from Yale showing that the body requires fructose for neurons. That just is a more proof that it is essential if you want to rebuild your nervous system from whatever, from seizures, from whatever, post-strokes, anything like that, uh, trauma, you want to definitely get on a high fruit diet. It just happens to also rebuild all other tissue in the human body. It's amazing. 
And that's why we put the fishery generation on the TV site and stuff like, show you what we've done just on a fruit diet, but I'll have to say the herbs, they do make a huge friggin' difference in my book. Um, Joel just asked about Patty's class and Debbie put a link in. So for any, that's a, everybody should be able to see that. That's the, uh, that's the school site. If you click on get started, start now, just keep on clicking that. You'll see a page that has every course. It has all yeah. the courses and then you'll be able to see a breakdown. If you click on each course, you'll be able to see all there is to know how many videos there are, how long the videos are. It gives you all the information. It's fun to learn truth. That's all I got to tell you. It's fun. It's fun to learn spirituality. Pat and I love the banner spiritually because she's a very spiritual woman. And spirituality is the key as well. You know, who are you really? You know, we're talking about embodiments or the physical body that you're using, but it isn't you. So looking at trying to discover the you is also more fun because then it's freeing. You're, you're freed up from limitation. The human body is a very limited instrument of expression. We were talking before you guys came on about the emotional body and the astral body <laughs> and how that's a, another key important area to understand the connection to the chakras, your adrenal glands. And then you're into the mental worlds when you're coming up into here and the id and the ego, the individualized self. So all of that's just fun stuff because this planet is so boring. <laughs> You know, something that Patty's class and uh, along with everything Dr. Morse always teaches in spirituality and also his teachings, and that's what it gives you when you when you take it in is a sense of empowerment. And that's so important because that's one thing that's they, that is systematically stripped from us. You know, you hear it. If you just turn the TV on, you hear little phrases like listen to the experts, listen to the experts. And that's all meant to disempower you. And you want to get that back because you're in charge, it's your body, and you ever forget it. Yeah. You speak to, uh, there we go. Yes, hello. Good afternoon, everybody. Afternoon. Yes, yes. Hey, Mr. Morris, it's uh, great, great to hear you for the first time. Actually, second time, I don't know if you remember, but um, so- I remember uh, still I, here. Yes, sir. Uh, I actually started the detox journey uh, of 2018, April. And, um, you know, I've been on this journey up until now. Um, you know, I've been, you know, uh, humps and bumps, you know, healing crisis here and there, you know, getting through them, doing good. You know, I've been doing good up until 2020, I would say in the fall. That's where things started, you know, going down the other way. Um, this happened when uh, I was home one night. Um, you know, with my family, it was in the kitchen. I was, you know, in the in the den area, um, and so my sister called called me over into the kitchen table. Um, I forgot what it was for, but so then I, you know, I come help her see, you know, see what she need me for, and I, you know, I sit next to her on the table. So then, right after that, immediately, that's when I uh, seemed like I sniff um, some prescription pills that I guess um, that she masked in, you know, in the table, instead of swallowing it head on, um, it kind of seemed like she masked the, the, the tablet on the table so she could be able to swallow it. So I wasn't, you know, she didn't give me no heads up that, you know, there's some uh, pills that she 
happened to mash up in order to, you know, um, take in, you know, with some water. So uh, as soon as I sit down and I, I immediately inhaled that in and, and it felt like that medication was stuck in my mucosa, mucosa lining. And um, so then right, right then and there I panicked and I try to immediately take the herbs that I was taking so I could get that medication out. But as I did that, it kind of seemed like it was pushed more interstitially within my um, mucosa. And um, ever since from there, everything was, it felt like it was being suppressed. You understand? Even though I was taking the, um, the medical herbs, your, uh, your herbs, even though I was taking those, it felt like it was a tug of war where, you know, I want, on one side, the, the herbs are trying to push out the medication. And on the other side, the medication is suppressing those, the, uh, the medical herbs. And, um, and ever since, you know, that time on, so 2023, that's the battle I'm fighting right now. And along the way, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to get rid of the, the mucus that was originally there already. Yeah. before the medication got involved so yeah. and um and that's that's a real battle I'm, I'm facing right now because um as i was going through that i was taking the glandular from the breast thyroid and then i um i try to stop taking the glandular so i wouldn't you know overstimulate the breast thyroid but once i did that now it seems like you know, whenever I'm close to getting the with the mucus, that medication is just in the way of that. You know, and um, yeah, and and now it, it kind of seemed like it got worse because um, the the past winter, you know, I got um, I got sick, well, so-called sick. You know, the the because the alkaline weather, I, you know, I started getting cold and flu-like symptoms. You know, and now that's on top of the the uh the medication that's already in my mucosa lining you know and um well sometimes when you take a medication or a neurotoxin and you take the herbs with it it'll send it through the body where you don't want it uh however with that said uh for me and you i think i would uh, do a little short uh five, 10 day grape fast every once in a while. Just go on grapes for it. Make sure you wash them good with veggie wash or something. Uh, but uh, go on like a little five to 10 day grape fast and bring your body into more of an, uh, a hydrated alkaline uh, environment. And also if you had to focus herbal wise, focus more on kidneys and the endocrine glands, maybe blood circulation. Uh, although when you're on blood circulation and you're on and you take a pharmaceutical, it's going to move that pharmaceutical all through you. So you have to kind of be careful when you do those things of combining herbs with pharmaceuticals. But uh, to get into the mucosa, that is all lymphatic stuff, you know. And so I would say to find a, a, a homeostasis to where you find more of a balance here is to get on more of a grape diet. I like the grapes in doing that in particular. Uh, and try to see what you can gain with a week to 10 days on that. Outside of that, you can do a little water fasting, you know, that sort of thing to try to get the mucosa to get rid of stored toxins or all the pharmaceutical you were on or whatever. But again, check your kidneys, uh, the adrenal glands, the endocrinology of the body. Uh, make sure you're enhancing the function of those. 
Um, and it sounds to me like you really have to pull out a lot of mucus out of you, especially when you get a cold and flu-like symptom. That means you're full of it. And that means you've got to detox deeper in the human body because when you're clean, it don't matter. You'll never get a cold and flu-like symptom. There's no need for the body to go into detoxification because you've already done that to yourself. So it doesn't matter how cold it is. Uh, I like, like we had 46 degrees. I had my glass slider open. I enjoyed the cold because I sleep with my uh, multi-doodle, which loves cold air. He's a poodle mixed with uh, a lot of hair. So he loves it cold out. Up north, when I was drinking milk growing up, if I had 40 degrees, I'd be in a cold and flu-like symptom. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it just when you go into these symptoms, it simply means you need more of detoxification because you're something, one thing, either cold or whatever, trips you into this, meaning your body felt that it needed to get rid of either mucus or, you know, lymphatic stagnation or whatever. Uh, to whatever event or however deep you went into that. And like I said, a, a healthy person that is filtering and they have a fairly clean lymphatic system, you can walk in anyway. As, as epidemics, it don't matter what it is, viral problems, it doesn't matter, in, out. Right. It's those that are glomulated and the kidneys are not filtering well that you get all that congestive issues and stuff like that. Wow. And, and, um, okay, okay, because, um, the thing with that too, um, when I stopped taking the, the lymphatic system, um, the lymphatic herbs, now I find that it's all through me, like you said, because at first it was in the mucosa, but then now it's, um, everywhere, you know, in my body. So now, when I, if I were to stop taking the lymphatic, everything will be suppressed, you know, my kidneys, my, because of that medication still. Well, still. you know what? That shows you the astringent value of the lymphatic herbs and then the fruit. You know, and that when you stop using astringents, you get that rubber band effect. Right, backs, right, right. Back, it backs up in there. And that's why you're feeling that. But it just shows you you have more to get out. Because okay, you shouldn't so, have that. Okay. You shouldn't have that rubber band effect. Right. Okay, okay. So... So in this case, um, because be, because you know now that I you know have more mucus coming in, I did a recent blood work, and um, it showed that it's kind of getting worse because that mucus. You know, it it showed my I think my lymphoprotein it was kind of high, um, because and I know why it's high because that mucus it's um. You know, it's um... well, the mucus. The mucus just show, mucus is an effect, all right. So the mucus is an effect of the mucosic response to what acids and dairy products. Anything that's a dairy product is very mucosic responsive. So you know, just drinking milk or ice cream or yogurt or anything like that can give you that. I get it from Indian food sometimes. I do vegetable korma. You know, the base of those are yogurts. Well, hell, yogurts are very congested to the body. Anything that's dairy, uh, especially on a full-grown adult, and that has been pasteurized, is going to be, be mucosic responsive. But also proteins are very mucosic responsive, things like that. And so uh, even complex sugars, though. Suck on a, uh, a piece of uh, 
high sucrose candy and you'll get a lot of mucus from it. So complex chemistry can be very mucosic responsive. And that's simply your body's responding with a lipid to try to stop the effect of acids on its tissues. But it also is very congestive because in an acidic medium, mucus builds up and builds up and builds up and then sometimes hardens and then you get plugs or you get polyps, stuff like that. So it, it, it can be a process to get yourself into that state of, uh, of alkalinity and hydration from head to toe systemically. And it's just more work, more work on it. You just have to live the life of a raw foodist. All right. Okay. So, so in the meantime, um, can I still be able to eat like, you know, avocado salads here and there? And um, yeah, yeah I mean, it might, slow you, it might slow you down a little bit in terms of detoxification, but it's not going to stop it. What stops it is cooked food. You cook vegetables. That'll slow way down your detoxification. Well, like we talked about earlier, when you start moving the lymph and you're doing fruit and you're doing lymphatic herbs and you're working on the kidneys and then you deviate a little bit, it can wham, kick you back in the face because you've got everything moving and then suddenly you hit a brick wall. And that's common in people. It's common to see that with skin problems. It's common to see that in everything. But okay. sometimes you've got to push through things, you know. It's like you've got these healing crises going on. You've got all these symptoms that you're pulling up out of the body. You're pulling the mucus out. You're, you're exposing your genetic weaknesses or your old injuries. Surgeries can hurt again like, like before. All these things that you've had can make themselves known again. Well, you got to push through that doorway and let the body go ahead and heal because the body's just saying, hey, look. Here's this problem over here, whether it be in the liver, the heart, it don't matter where. And there's this problem that I have. It's just showing you the problem and you feel and see the problem. You can correlate that with your iris or old, old experiences from injuries and things. And then just realize that now you're at a good level because now you're being exposed to you. You've got to push through that doorway and keep on going no matter what you see. And that's hard because a lot of people, you know, get scared or whatever when their symptomology comes back and go, oh, my God, I'm getting worse. But in fact, your body's actually getting better. Right, right. Yeah, I did notice that, too. Uh, but, mm -hmm. I, but I guess in my case right now, um, in my recent blood work, I see that the lymphoprotein is kind of high. I think um, I wouldn't worry about that. Okay, so I would just so, keep detoxing, keep detoxing, and keep detoxing. I wouldn't worry about that. Well, and despite that, I still have my salads in there, right? Avocado salads. Yeah. Okay. Sure, your salads, but always remember when you jump up on the fruit level, you're going to accelerate that detox. And then when you're when you're having blood work, you know, blood work can look a little wacky sometimes when you're detoxing too. Don't forget that. You know, I always thought if you do a blood I had a guy in my office one time and he said, I want to do a blood work every day for a week. I want to see it. And I thought, you know, I always wondered about that. So I wrote him a script to have blood work done every day for a week. And sure enough, you could see the differences and variances. And Pat said it earlier. You have a waxing and waning, a movement of chemistry and the activity of the body. And you can't get too hyper-focused on that. 
You just have to under keep it simple, sweetheart. And that's why I say that because I've got hyper focused on this before myself. You know, I'm a chemist and I get, you know, Pat and I are very, you know, parts of us can get intellectual. Thank God now I just let her do the intellectual stuff. She's the smart one. I just like to keep it simple, you know, because you'll get, you, 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 you got to know, but at the same time, you got to push through these things. Akwasi and Kaylin. How's it going, everyone? Blessings. I want to say thanks to, um, I'm on, you guys can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I want to say thanks to Dr. Morris and Patty. Um, learned a lot from both of you guys. So um, what I wanted to kind of talk about was more of like the regeneration process. I did like a year detox, five months of that, just strictly fruit. Um, my biggest thing was just like IBS, um, going to the washroom a lot. So like lots of GI tract problems, um, adrenal kind of, like I'm pretty sure a lot of adrenal weakness too, because like my energy would be extremely low, but when I would have like a not constipated stomach, like I would have energy. So like, I'm not, that's something I also want to talk about too, like the relation to like constipation and like your adrenals, like which thing is actually taking away energy. But um, more on the, on the place now where I'm doing one salad a day, um, fruits the rest of the day, but I'm, st I'm, I'm finding that I still have sometimes a little bit like a, a gassy kind of constipation, bloated kind of feeling. I'm still able to work out and do all like my regular activities, my martial arts, but like, I just wanna know, I guess, long-term on like a, a raw diet where you're on fruits, one salad a day, can that bloating and gassy kind of go down? Like what specific herbs should I be using? I'm on a stomach tea, GI broom. Oh, most definitely. But here's the thing. Most of that problem you're describing is interstitial. That is pulled mostly. Now, we, we have some astringents and stuff in the GI room and stuff, obviously. Trying right. to pull that through the wall. But interstitial lymphatic constipation has to go through the kidney channel. So you're telling me kidney and adrenals, everything you're telling me. Because when you look at interstitial agglomeration, in the small and large intestinal wall, that's IBS, Crohn's, uh, you name it, uh, ulcerative colitis, all these things like this. This is coming from in the wall, burning you outward and inward, to be honest with you. And so that's when you see the polyps, of course, and when you see all these things, but that's when you see the overspasticity. In constipation, you're going to take yourself right to the adrenals because the adrenals are the neurotransmitters for the autonomic and peristalsis is an autonomic event. It's like heart pumping, breathing is an autonomic event. And so when that autonomic event is reduced, you get anxieties when it affects breathing and you don't realize that, asthma and all the COPD chain, uh, uh, peristalsis of the, of the small and large colon, but also you have peristalsis of, of the uh, ureters and urethra, you have peristalsis of all parts of the body. So all these things can be slowed definitely when with low adrenal neurotransmitters, but then that's on the kidneys. And of course that's tied to the lymphatic system. There goes the, 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 uh, the GI tract wall. Now 
On top of that, the genetic stance of the of, of it. Do you have a prolapsus problem with weak connective tissue? Do you have valves tending to fold over each other or be small and narrowed? Again, you're going <clears throat> into parathyroid issues and stuff like that. On top of all of that, do you have sulfur problems? In other words, do you see orange around your pupil? And sulfur is, of course, of cumulative to bowel tissue for some damn reason. And so that's very gassy, bloaty, very fungal. So between the GI broom and cleaning off the wall, you have to also think about in the wall. Now, when you have IBS, you have two branches on this tree. Over here, you have the liver gallbladder, and over here, you have the pancreas. So when you're not breaking down and you see uh, gassy problems, you're either seeing sulfur involvement in the gut wall, or you're seeing incomplete digestion. So then when you look at your iris, you want to look at the pancreatic areas and make sure you're digesting your food properly. Because if you're not, you're going to see fermentation or, or, or putrefaction, depending, right? So one thing that might help is just super chew. Chew your foods more in your mouth. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't combine fruits and vegetables at the same meal. Keep your fast digesting foods number first. Your, your, your next one's down the line. Vegetables are going to be a lot slower than fruit. And of course, your melons are going to digest like that. So you're right, just, if right. you're doing melons, just do melons. Well, so the, 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 that's what I kind of want to kind of speak on is like, can you increase or strengthen the, the speed of digestion when it comes to vegetables? Like someone in my case, if I were to get more on, because I do one kidney formula, I'm just not on lymphatic. I do the adrenals, the endocrine gland, kidney stomach tea, GI broom, and right now I'm on pituitary and your ultimate immune. Um, I also have been like implementing like Tonkat Ali and like other like tonics for like the adrenals to help strengthen that. And I find it does, um, which I want to hear your opinion on too, because I know you say Tonkat Ali is a, is a hot herb, but I find it helps me take like a deeper, like it's been helping my breathing where it's like yeah, yeah. able to- yeah, that just, yeah. that just Proof positive you have adrenals. You might take mm -hmm. a glandular for the adrenals for say a 400 milligram for a month or something, just, just to enhance the cells of the adrenal glands. At the same I'm, time- I'm on that as well. I'm on the adrenal glandular as well. Right. So it, it's, uh, it's again, all about adrenals are sitting on top of kidneys and are a victim of kidney filtration problems. So again, they're kind of brother and sister or man and wife, however you want to look at it. And so uh, getting those kidneys to filter better, getting that lymphatic system, you might- uh, be better off to take a lymphatic herb and wait for the ultimate immune. The ultimate immune is uh, antler, uh, uh, Panax, you know, that's, those are tonics. Uh, tonics with inflammation, eh, I'm a little, but you know, I get a tonic for the adrenals. Yeah, like, I mean, cause like, and that's the thing, cause like I, my, my kidneys have still been filtering, but I just feel like maybe it needs to maybe increase the the filtration process like ever since detox like they have been filtering um but i just think i need to really just alleviate this gi tract issue because like it's been a thing throughout my, throughout my whole life where it's like yeah. i need to just and I, you can you can feel like i feel like i'm very sensitive my body it's not necessarily like food is stuck it's more of like the wall is swollen that's what it kind of feels well, like if i'm just they probably are you know, you know what i mean but like and but it's weird because like i'm still able to like I, I have more energy coming out of this detox and all that stuff than going into it. But I'm just thinking long-term and I, and I do a lot of kelp too in my, um, my salad. I mean, I've, you've kind of mentioned that in some of your videos. I find 
just even the salt and like the minerals from that kind of help give me some energy but it's just yeah. pretty much yeah. i want to pardon points to your adrenal glands no question about that and i think you're uh, uh, right on when you're talking about the swelling of the bowel wall uh, that's what you see when you see a glomulation you know in doing these thousands of iris analysis through my life everybody's got it to some extent or another a glomulation around the gut wall in the gut wall and it's amazing that you see that and, and mm -hmm. some people very thick and on top of that if you have sulfur involvement uh, in a brown eye you're still going to see orange around that pupil and in a blue eye really orange uh, that's just sulfur is a hardening agent so yeah it's it's a it's a trip but every once in a while put yourself all on fruit berries and melons get away from the vegetables in other words keep pulling yourself to a higher level of detox and try to get that bowel astringed or get your lymphatic system hydrated and astringed better uh, i so would probably would, have a lymphatic formula so what do you think like one day a week just like all fruits i just do one salad oh a yeah day? for sure for so sure one day a week? Okay. not three <laughs> okay really i mean when, when you're going after your intestinal wall and it's so vital to do that because you know so many people have lost their bowels they have to have resections the ton of people with ibs and of course all this means what malabsorption so again this is affecting everything else you got to be able to absorb but you also have to be able to digest so the thing that concerns me when you talk about this is the sulfur maybe if you have it or have not. If you don't, then I'm looking at pancreatic. Mm. You know, are you are you breaking down your fruits and vegetables properly? Because if you're not, that's where you get the gassy, bloaty things. But if you're breaking down fruits and vegetables properly, you should never feel gassy and bloaty here. You right, know, and right. if it shows that you're either not breaking down properly or you have sulfur. That's on top of your thickened bowel wall of lymph stagnation. But again, that's in the wall. Okay, because like, because like, so like what, what I have noticed too is that like with the vegetables, obviously you see some undigestive uh, waste, but like uh, that has gotten a lot better. Like it's very minimal. So like, I don't know if it's, I guess it would be maybe a sulfur thing. Like I don't, you did look at my eyes, you said, but I don't know if you remember exactly, but like I, my eyes are very brown. So I don't know how, like if I actually have sulfur or not, I'm assuming um, just because even this like bloaty gassy, like it kind of runs in my family too. Like all, I'm the youngest of four. My parents kind of have it. We all have this kind of bloaty uh, gassy thing. I would be so, looking at pancreatic. Pancreatic? Oh yeah, I would definitely look at pancreatic. Put a picture of your eyes again and see in the pancreatic area. That's just going to be right there by eight o'clock, right eye. And of course, maybe uh, uh, five o'clock uh, uh, left eye. And then look up in that area above the, uh, the, the uh, uh, testicles up there and look at that. Okay. And, and but, another, another question yeah. I have too is about um, licorice because like I, I use it for my adrenals, but it's sometimes I like, especially if I'm just doing all fruit, like no salads, um, it makes me sleepy. Like I use, I can use licorice to go to bed. So wow. like I, 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 I saw that and I'm like, okay, my adrenals must be really shot because when I was yeah. detoxing, like my, my top number was like what, 90, 90, oh. 96. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, you definitely were born with major uh, chronic adrenals. Well, that yeah. trips into chronic autonomic and you get the nerve rings. Well then 
that definitely affects peristalsis, you know, so it, it breeds constipation. Add to that a hardening of the wall because of lymphatic stagnation interstitially. And you, all this uh, affects your ability to eliminate stool properly. And to thank God you're on raw because if you're on a lot of grains and cooked foods, they'd be extremely constipating to you when you have conditions like that. But again, that's going to hiccup to breathing. You mentioned that. So that's all going to be affected by these adrenal glands. So again, working out genetic weaknesses is uh, you've got to be all raw and use the herbs again to help enhance the function of cells. And that's all I know you can do it. Just sit in and let the body do its magic. Uh, of course, veggies are hard for homo sapiens. Remember, we don't grind. Uh, you know, your herbivores grind all this cellulose and generally are attributed to one to four stomachs. Humans don't do well with vegetables. Now, we might do well with veggie fruits like cucumbers and things like that. Tomatoes, of course, are nightshade. Probably not going to make you feel too good. Raw may be okay, but, uh, you know, uh, the vegetable kingdom is a weird kingdom. Uh, truly your fruit kingdom and your berries and your melons are the top line for homo sapiens, no question about it. Right, but, I'm th I'm, but long term, like a human that has like one salad a day or just, again, that... Yeah, I mean, you can get by amount, with that. Yeah. Is, 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 that's, that's still going to be considered like healthy and like a way to live a vital life, right? Because I'm, yeah. I'm what I'm thinking is that once I get out of this situation where I'm able to like soothe or recreate my GI tract where it's not um, so swollen, then I should be able to digest vegetables way better. Perhaps, but the real issue, uh, there's times when you wanna get rid of the vegetables. You really, there, there's times when a vegetable salad is gonna hold you back a little bit because you've moved your body down a, a road, a great road to Wellville, and there's a time where even a salad, I used to see, you know, I've seen clients all my life. And there's times that I just go have a salad for lunch and I'd about fall asleep there talking to my client in the afternoon. I'm yeah. going, wait, it's raw. Yeah. But it's that vibrationally lower. And of course, they lack astringence, most of them. And you're really needing a, a, a more electrical diet and a more astringent diet to move lymph more aggressively because I think there's going to be a certain point where the vegetables are going to really hold you back. And then with the uh, gas with that and any pancreatic comp, uh, uh, suppression, uh, you're not going to digest vegetable matter well. And so that just adds to the uh, fermentation. Well, fermentation requires the fungal community. Well, then it comes fungus in your body and you have more fungal problems. And then it's just one thing compounding on another, you know. Not saying it's easy to stay off fruits, berries, and melons and coming up in a world like we're in, but when you're going after something important, uh, try to belly up and do more of that and then have your days where you have a salad at lunch, you know? Okay, and then kind of in, in relation to that, this question is um, smoothies. I find, again, they, they do a lot better for me too because they kind of do make me go to the washroom more because they're kind of cleaning me out, but it's easier. It's way easier to digest. I don't feel as bloated. I get a lot more mucus out, like I'm draining from the head a lot. Um, the seaweeds? The seaweeds, I, I do a lot of kelp and dulse okay. if, I, if I am having a salad, but again, can you do too much of that? You know, I don't know. I don't have anything bad to say about kelp or dulse at all. 
I have it in most of my superfoods. Matter of fact, talking about the superfoods, I, I've got this baby formula that I made about uh, several years ago, and the lab is scared to put it out there. They're scared the FDA might come after them, but uh, I've got a great baby formula that they, they can make. So hopefully that if you ask them to make this baby formula enough that they'll start producing this baby formula. And that's what you can help with the infants when they have problems because it's predominantly fruit and brain regenerating herbs. Um, Akwasi and Kaylin, uh, best of luck to you. And um, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna do well. So just uh, one, one thing, um, earlier on I mentioned drmores.health and uh, Heidi, you've just said that you use rawfigs.com to help look up old videos. Um, I'll tell you something better than that, because rawfigs.com, and this is for everybody, okay? And this is really important, and a little, a little bit of detail. Rawfigs.com hasn't been updated for years. What you want to do is go to Dr. Morse's Herbal Health Club. When you go to Dr. Morse's Herbal Health Club, in the lower left-hand corner, there's a button. It's on the home page. It'll be a floating button. If you click it and do a search for whatever you need, what that site does, it scans every word that Dr. Moore says on all of his videos, and that will the it will yield the the results will be the videos. It'll be a bit a, bit, a little bit like raw figs, except the videos will start where he mentions the word that you searched for. Now, not all the videos are there, all the new videos are there and some really old ones, uh, but they limit how much we can upload per month. Um, but that's the new rawfigs.com, it has all the new videos. So that's what you want to be using instead of rawfigs, unless you only want old videos, but I don't think anyone only, only wants that. Um, okay, so that's Dr. Morse's Herbal Health Club, and that's on drmorse.health. Dr. Morse, we're in three and a half hours. How are you doing? Uh, one or two more. I'm good. I okay. feel good. Patty comes back. I'll go pee real quick. Yeah, you need. if you need your bathroom break, you can take it now. We can entertain. No, I'm good. Good. Okay. Joel, you've been very patient. I've been looking for Joel for a while. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. As you can see, I'm in a supplement room working with uh, Dr. William Clearfield. He's a DO. He's the doctor that saved my life. Uh, 2015, I got deathly ill, 135 pounds. Mom had to feed me by hand just to keep me alive. Aww. And the VA said it was in my head. I was stressing and I need to eat more. On top of that, the first three years of my life, people had to donate blood. I believe I had a gamma globulin type of rare disease. And then when I got better, four and a half, they put me on Ritalin. Five, they put me on Silert. 1990, after I got out the Marine Corps, we know where this road's going to go. They put me on Vicodin, Flexerol, and Soma for my low back pain. And that sent me down the VA pill road till I almost died in 2015. Ugh. They diagnosed me with lipodystrophy and discoid lupus. And so I started to eat a lot of fats. A lot of, I mean, literally, I would go to a casino here in Reno, Nevada, and I would get the fat from the prime rib and I would just eat the fat and so off and on now I've been going back and forth between meats and a lot of fats and then fruits and vegetables and I do a morning coffee with uh, mushroom powders and fruit and vegetable powders 
and C8 coconut oil and butter, and I seem to do good on it, but I still have white powder in my ear that's never gone away. And I have these patches on my face and the top of my head, but nowhere else on the body. And it's just never gone away. And Dr. Clearfield's never been able to figure it out either. And so I'm ready to give this a full-blown try. I've been following you for a while. And since this is the first time here, I really wanted to ask, what do you recommend? You know, I love uh, osteopaths. In the old days, you know, they become real <laughs> medical doctors, a lot of them, you know, but I, I've always loved the old osteopaths. I have a lot of friends that are osteopaths. Well, right. I, mean, also, I, also for, I also forgot to mention, I do take testosterone two times a week. That's the only medicine I'm on right now. Well, let's take a look. Start with up on top. You know, you're balding back there. You're wearing glasses. So you know already that you have lymphatic uh, stagnation up in the upper head area. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's affecting, could be affecting your pituitary. Maybe why you see uh, melanin or you see skin patches, or it could just be the lymphatic system in your skin there, to be honest with you. Either way, you have a lot of elimination through these pores here. Uh, and when you're not, you can change the melanin that way or a pituitary, obviously. But when you see balding, then my question is what's taking off your hair? And of course, being only two sides of chemistry, I'm going to the acid side, of course. I'm not going to the hydrating side of chemistry. I'm going to the dehydrating side of chemistry. So uh, I'm going to say lymphatic, but I'm also interested in the fat that you're consuming because that takes me right down to your gallbladder and your inability of your GI tract to have proper absorption of lipids, taking it to the gallbladder. And so I'm going to be looking at that, working with your liver gallbladder a little bit, but also working on your lymphatic system. Of course, your kidneys and adrenals, but I want to see that GI tract wall, just like the, the, the individual before you, I want to see that interstitial area of your gut cleaned up so you have better absorption and taking those lipids to the to the gallbladder because you could have, you know, like you say, a lipid problem, which would mean you would have a lymphatic problem. What's your cholesterol doing? Anything? They're 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 pretty decent. My labs come back okay. pretty decent. Um, okay. I do have a white blood count that's uh, usually running low. Okay, so then you know where I'm going. I'm going to the spleen which again is a lymphoid organ. So I'm gonna be cleaning up the spleen a little bit. Bone marrow will clean up with that, uh, but you don't want low white blood cells. Again, that shows low immune responses. And so that again is lymphatic system. And that would take me to your spleen. But again, spleen, liver, gallbladder, pancreas, we're all looking at branches off of this huge tree here of the gut tissue. And so to work on these, uh, as the lymphatic system always sounds like a broken record, but again, I'm going to be looking at that system of hydration head to toe, stop the hair coming off of there, because that just leads into, honey, where'd I park the car? You right. know, look at Bruce Willis is a good example. Frontal lobe dementia, right? But right. I saw that coming 10 years ago, he was balding. You know, and so when you look at what the reality of that, you got a nice beard, but on the top, you're having a hard time moving those acids out of those tissues there. And you're seeing some of the same hiccup there. Well, how that affects your pituitary and pineal, uh, any insomnia, any trouble sleeping, you do pretty good that yes. way. Yeah, trouble sleeping and, okay, so and, then, and memory. Then, then, yeah, so again, I'm at pituitary, pineal gland issues. I'm also tied to your transverse colon there. 
And the best thing is to get an eye picture of yourself and really look at that or send it in here and let me take a look at it and I'll talk about it over YouTube. But uh, and let me know that I talked to your guy with a magnificent beard. But the same, the same here is that you've got to deal with the lymphatic system, your kidney filtration, that sort of thing. To fix any lipid issues of the body, uh, fix the gallbladder up. There's a duct from the, from the small bowels to the gallbladder, believe it or not. We found an old medical A&P book that shows that. And I've had medical doctors at my life classes going, we were never taught that. Well, if you ask Pat, that's not taught in A&P. So, right. but they know that the, the gallbladder hydrolyzes lipids. Well, why? The blood doesn't use lipids or you'll slow it down. What system then is a lipid-based system? That's your lymphatic system. That's your immune system. But better aptly put, that's your sewer system. And what right. you don't eliminate, you accumulate. And as you accumulate, inflammation is the response to that, the inflammatory response. Well, that, 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 that's not just histamines and interleukins. That's also edema, cholesterol, calcium, calcium issues. Whatever the body can use to throw in acids to stop the nature of corrosiveness against cells. You know, and that's what you've got to stop. Well, to stop that, you need electron-rich chemistry, right? And that all is in your carbohydrates. That's your fruits, your berries, your melons, and your vegetables. That is your hydrating side. Everything else is an acid-ash food. So anything you're consuming that's an acid-ash, that's just going to accelerate all of this. And so that's something that you have to move to as an all-fruit, berry, and melon diet. Craving lipids, uh, I don't know what to tell you about that other than to work on that gallbladder liver connection. And get yeah, that, feel, get these in. I feel pain in there every now and then. I did feel yeah. some kidney pain too, doing all the supplements. I have no doubt about that. I'm No offense to your deal, right? But I'm, I, I, I was born naturopathic, so I did use supplements, orthomoleculars, and I, I got away from that because I, I never saw any improvement. I saw a little bit, you know, but you want curative value. And that's understanding a little more about how the body works, the lymphatic system, the kidney connection to that. Of course, your lipid-based system is going to always be your gallbladder issues and liver issues there, but particularly the gallbladder. You might, depending on the condition of your gallbladder, you might want to go on a raw food diet and then about three or four months down the way, do a liver gallbladder flush, pop some of those stones out of there, give some breathing room for the gallbladder. Okay, so just start on fruit, just pure fruit. Berries, I, I, if I was you, I would do fruit, berries, and melons for a while and, okay. and forget the salads. Thank you. And, uh, I will. Take some, take some herbs for the liver gallbladder. Uh, take okay. a lymph. The lymph it's interesting. The lymphatic herbs are perfect for the spleen. Well, the spleen is a lymphoid organ, and you just have to realize that something these, these docs are not taught is the kidney connection to the sewer system. You have to eliminate acids out of the body. You can't recirculate them. This isn't a recirculation issue. There is eliminative organs of the human body and the kidneys are not just a pee water. Right, how do I take the eye picture? Oh, cell phone real close to the eye, somebody okay. shining a, uh, a, a LED or some light about 45 degree angle across your iris there and, uh, and send us a picture. I think there's uh, instructions on our site, uh, Marco okay. or something, how to do that. But uh, that really will help you to look at the condition of your lymphatic system. We can look at the liver gallbladder tissue. We can look at the pancreatic tissue, spleen tissue, all of that. Thank you so much. Such an honor and a pleasure.
You got it. Same here, my friend. Good talking to you. Love the beer, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Joel. I was living out in the woods as a fruitarian. I had a good beard. <laughs> yes, Marco. Uh, I've sent you my email address. So when you get your eye pictures, email them to me and I'll make sure Dr. Morse gets them, okay? Thank you very much. And do you accept uh, uh, invites to speak, Dr. Morris? I do. Okay, I'm on, a, I'm on four different Zooms throughout the week with a bunch of doctors. So I'll send that to you also, Marco. Yeah, work, work with Megan. Megan's the one that sets up the uh, podcast. Okay. Send them to me and I'll make sure Megan gets them. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. Okay, one more, Dr. Morse? Yeah. Heck okay. yeah. Let's go to six o'clock. That's four hours. That's good. Okay, 20 more minutes. We'll get as much as we can in that time. Mary. Should be able to unmute. Go ahead. I, I, I did, I think. And can you see me? Yeah, yeah. Can Can't I, see you, but I can sure hear you, Mary. <laughs> okay, I'm just leaving an appointment. Um, Oh, start my video. Okay, here we go. There she is. Hi, how are you? I'm leaving for an appointment. Hi, honey. 8833. Can you give me two seconds? Two seconds. Thank you. Okay, I'm leaving. I'm walking out the door here. Hold on. Oh, I wanted to speak. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm walking out the door. Hey. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I got to get on here. Um, Real quick. I don't want to take all your time like crazy. Um, okay, you're on. Uh, that, this, this also happened a couple of years ago, and that's why I ended up going to see a nutritionist because doctors couldn't give me an answer. So this year or well, last year in December, I was just standing there and I kind of tilted my head and I got real dizzy to where I had to sit down. And then nothing really bothered me, but I did feel like a clump of something over here. And I thought, oh, it's just my sinuses. So I let it be, let it be. Nothing really bothered me. I was doing my thing, going to the gym and whatnot. Come January, actually, we were down in Sarasota because we were looking for a place over there in Northport. Um, come January, I started feeling like the anxiety come in. And I was starting to feel kind of like off, not quite dizzy, but just kind of off. So the anxiety, like right now, I feel very anxiety come in. And um, I said, well, let me go to the ENT. Went to the ENT. He looked at me, went up my nose, did my hearing, did my pressure. No, everything's good. You got a little pressure in your right ear. I said, well, yeah, I know. I feel it. I feel something in my ear. And I've always had sinus issues as a kid. They never, nothing ever really drained. So he goes, I was telling him different things. And he goes, oh, well, you just take things and run with it. I'm like, okay. So didn't do anything, went back to him. And I said, listen, I still feel something in my right ear. I could feel it in there. I feel it. I feel like I feel a heartbeat in my head. Oh, that's just your heart. You know, your heart's over there. No. So goes, okay, we're going to do it. He, yeah. He, so I says, okay, we're going to do, he goes, we're going to do a CT scan. I said, okay, well, I'm thinking he's doing a CT scan of my eustachian tube in the right side of my ear. He does a, a scan, a CT scan of my brain with and without contrast. So apparently nothing came of that. They gave me the lecture. Then he goes, okay, we're going to do a test, a VR, a, v, a VNG test. So they make you look at different things going across the board with your eyes. Then they blow air in your ears and you make makes you dizzy, which, oh my God, it was so horrible. I was screaming at the lady. I'm like, oh my God. So did that so then he comes back and he says okay the ct scan nothing's gone on with the brain 
and your left ear is not working properly, so your right ear is taking over. Because when you do that VNG test, you're supposed to get that dizzy. I said, really? So he let me go. Meantime, in between all this, I have had for years problems with a couple teeth over here where they were sensitive and the dentist would tap them and whatever. No, you're fine, you're fine. So in between the December, January, I had ended up having a root canal. Well, when they did the root canal, he goes, did your dentist give you antibiotics? I said, no. So he goes, uh, okay. So that was December. Come January, I start. I started feeling shitty. I, it wasn't just the feeling off balance. I started feeling really shitty. So my nutritionist says, I think you have an infection in your jaw because in the meantime, I had the tooth pulled. Because he goes, you need a crown on that tooth. I said, the tooth hurts me. I just had a root canal. Pull it out. So we pulled. The, he pulled that out. Um, and then in the meantime, my nutritionist is like, I think you have a, an infection in your jaw. So she sends me, so I go to a walk-in clinic. So I was on, um, I was on amoxicillin before that from the dentist, 500 milligram. She put me on clindamycin. Now I'm feeling like, I'm feeling horrible, horrible, crappy, shitty. Um, meantime, I've got the anxiety. I'm kind of off balance. So I ended up going to the different ENT in that same building. And he looked all over everything. And he says to me, well, I'm going to go in and, and, and get this uh, very progressive. I'm going to give you um, a nose spray. I'm going to give you prednisone, which I didn't take because I'm already anxiety. And I'm going to give you um, doxycycline. I'm going to do that for three weeks. And then we're going to do a CT scan of your station tube. So that's where I'm at. But I'm very, I'm actually feel better body-wise, but as far as like the anxiety, and then I always feel like that heartbeat up in here, and I'm sure my husband goes, I, I, you're probably just so clogged, because I did, this happened three years ago, I wasn't feeling good, I started to listen to your videos, and I was dabbling in it, but I never got the herbs, and then when this happened again, I said, this is it, I got to either get down to his office, I got to get a hold of him, so I want to know where to go with this. I know all fruit diet and then what herbs. Pretty easy to understand your problem. You know, it's funny, Pat, how they ran her through all these tests, CAT scans, everything else with contrast. They make it even worse, thank you very much. And then, yeah. you know, do all these things to her they've done. And it's easy to, to answer your question with that. First of all, going to the anxiety, you know your adrenals are down. You know that immediately. So that's yeah. your autonomic nervous system. That means your kidneys are down. But what's yep. the clue? Your lymphatic system. Are you talking on the right side of the head? Your lymphatic, yep. your lymphatic system is down here. That shows you why you lost your teeth, why you feel the pressure in the ear. It's not that you have a weakness over on the left side. It's all lymphatic here. And the next thing you'll start popping lymph nodes or swelling on the side of your neck. And I do. Then, I have in, in the back here. I do have like one that's like a knot. Thank and then you. I'm always, I mean, and my station, I'm always like this. It's always yeah. like, it hurts. It can become hardened and swollen and then you can't hear. Yeah. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And then of course you're talking about the mastoid and then yeah. your cere cerebellum gets involved. And so then you start getting equilibrium, ver vertigo, dizziness, and yeah. all of this is all because of acidosis. Or they yeah. could use the word inflammation. Who cares? Go ahead and use it. But it's all exactly. acidosis. 
And everything right. you're telling me is simple. You have lymphatic stagnation, particularly on the right side. So the right kidney, I don't know about the left side. I'm sure it is too. But the right side and what you're telling me, your kidneys are not filtering. Your adrenals are down. Right. You're, you're, that's your breathing. I can just watch you breathing and tell you that your breathing is complicated just a little bit. And yeah. so I can just tell you that it's your adrenal glands are down. And you've got to build yeah. that up because you're in route for high blood pressure. And then you've got, you really are going to have low blood pressure. So well, this I is have, in, the, in the past, I was, when I did my blood, blood pressure was always like 118 to one, like 120. But now, like today I took it, it was a lot higher. It was like 127 over 84. Yeah, see, in the 84, see, 84 should be 60. So if I okay. took 60 from 84, I'm 24 points higher on my diastolic. If I mm -hmm. subtract that off of my systolic at say 120, I'm down around 90 or 85, meaning I'm really low in my adrenal function. But that's okay. why the anxiety, that's your breathing, that's your autonomic nervous system. All okay. right. So, but with that side, that's all lymphatic drainage. And this is why you're seeing the decay of the tooth. Here's the, the mm -hmm. jaw can decay, the ear can swell up. The, yep. the mastoid can go. This is all tied to that. Everything you're telling me is all tied to your lymphatic okay. system and nothing more. I mean, it's, okay. you really have to hit the diet, hit, hit detoxification. So you got the okay. fruit stuff. I get that. So you want yep. to start off with two kidney formulas, a lymphatic formula, something for your adrenal glands. And I would also do my whole endocrinology because I'm sure your thyroid and parathyroid on this side is compromised. Okay. Uh, everything on this side is going to become compromised. You're already getting yeah. your, your node swelling, your lumps, your humps. No, because then the next thing is a tumor in your brain. No, you got to yeah, stop. Feel, I feel it's, like that. I always feel like that tingly, like right here. And it makes me so damn nervous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so what kidney? Okay. So I need two kidney formulas. Which ones do I need? I get one or two to start. Okay. Are you in Northport or Sarasota? Well, we just purchased a home in, uh, what is it, Northport? Yeah, a Northport. Yeah. We just purchased well, a condo. Right. To, yeah. We're not far from you. Come into the clinic here and they'll set you up with a protocol. Uh, okay. My new book has all the protocols in it, but it's the first protocol. You're going to go after your kidneys. You're going to go after your lymphatic system. We're going to clean up your GI tract so it helps all this your endocrine glands, but you really have to hydrate and get your lymphatic system moving through your kidneys. That that and your adrenal glands are key right now, uh, yeah. no matter what you do. So at least two okay. kidneys, a lymphatic, an endocrine gland formula, and an adrenal formula. I would probably do circulation just to get things moving blood-wise a little better up in those areas. But seriously, okay. you have to drain. You've got to get your sinuses drained. GI yeah. broom, get your bowels cleaned up so your head can drain because you just okay. had another clue is your sinus always had sinus problems. Yeah. So you got to try to go on a grape diet or fruits, berries, and melons for a while. If you have to cheat with the salad, okay. But you get some serious things going here, sweetheart. You, uh, when you start to see the lumps and bumps, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's your yeah. doorway to uh, tumors and that's that's like no i gotta get more serious about this yeah they're gonna still looking at this looking at that and it's easy to tell you your problems they just don't know how to to, to analyze the human body well yeah no i know i know from pro, you know 
past listening to you, but I had gotten better, you know, three years ago, I had gotten better. Then all of a sudden it happened again. I just was somewhere. Yeah. I looked down, I got dizzy. And yeah. then I just, like I said, I just let it go. And I thought, oh, it's my sinuses. But then I was, I felt, as soon as that happened, I felt like my ear was clogged. I could feel it in my yeah. ear. Yeah. And of course, yeah. all these, uh, these small little tumors or lymph node swellings, that's not uh, in the order of the day. And of course, right. again, your mastoid cerebellum, those are going to start having serious. So again, equilibrium and then the right side can start dropping. I mean, you can have all kinds yeah. of problems. Yeah, and I'm all, and, and nauseous. I'm always nauseous. Nauseous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So two kidneys, a lymphatic, adrenal, endocrine, and circulation GI broom. I would. You know, if okay. you're telling me I'd go on my first kit, that's that's uh, killing parasites if you never dewormed yourself. You want to deworm yourself? Uh, things yeah, like was, that. When I was going to the nutritionist, that's what they had me on, like para four, para two. Oh, all right, so you don't need to waste and, some money then. Yeah. You don't yeah, need to waste some money on that. on that. Focus on your lymphatic okay. system, focus on your endocrinology, uh, focus on your GI tract, that sort of thing. Okay. Okay. But I also, on get... this whole side here is your liver gallbladder. I yeah, mean, everything yeah. on your right side is prone to having swelling and inflammation because of the stagnation right. of lymph because you're all the way up here yep yep okay perfect perfect that's all i needed to know i appreciate it thank you so much i'm so happy I got to talk to you and maybe we'll get to your clinic and thank the other two i appreciate it my son's clinic laura hello i'm so honored hi. to be here hi dr morris and patty um, I have, hello, I've been healing my generations of issues for over three years now and things are reversing. So it's phenomenal. I've taken your coursework. I'm reversing Lyme disease, uh, autoimmune hormone issues. So lots of amazing things happen, but my biggest question, I've started working with, um, bigger clients now with cancer and things like that. Um, what is your take as far as why are some people super, super sensitive and why are some people, like I call it the bull in the China shop and the canary, like how, how come you can throw some people, everything at them and it doesn't affect them. And then like myself, I had to start out with like three drops of kidney bladder at the beginning. Well, it's all genetics. I mean, a couple of things. When you look at the eye and you see the trabecula nice and straight on some of these people, those people, I am so jealous of those people because <laughs> they, can, they can smoke and drink all their lives and hang out with riffraff and everything else and they still live to be 100. You know, it's just amazing that a strong gene person has so much uh, strength there, cellularly speaking, but cells are structure function. The other thing on top of that, some people's kidneys aren't as bad in terms of filtration, so their lymph system is not near as bad. And if you have blue eyes that are very blue, and you have blue eyes that are brown. So, yeah. you know, when you start to see the lymphatic system and, and, and know what that's like when you look at eyes, you start to see the differences. So the more the, I've seen people in here in their 80s, excuse me, that their lymph systems were so bad, they're still living to be 80s but their cells are nice and strong. And it's like, oh my God. So it's it, you know, you see that everybody's different. Everybody has different ge genetic weaknesses in different cells, different locations and stuff like that. But everybody's body functions the same. 
Nobody is different unless you're maybe wearing a reptilian and maybe you're connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not to say that everybody's body whether you're female or male works the same males are obviously different some organ wise than females but still everything works the same a bunch of cells and two fluids cells are structure function so when you look at the functionality of the body the production of hormone steroids neurotransmitters the movement of things that 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 looking at cells the fluids are only there to take care of the cells to feed them and to clean them but if you can't clean the sewer system, if you can't remove waste from your house, you don't want to live in your house. And that's what's happening. Then you start affecting the cytoplasm, you start affecting the pH of that, which affects the organelles of the cell. Pretty soon that's when you start to see the RNA, DNA, all the genetic slides there. And then you start to see cell wall permeability factors. So interstitial fluid pHs and, and cytoplasm pHs, you know, you really got to look at all those things. But then again, does it all matter? And that's what we were teaching in A&P, looking at these sort of things. If you're really a, a, a physiology geek, but the bottom line is you only have a kitchen and a bathroom feeding a whole bunch of cells. And blood doesn't ever hurt you unless it's not moving to you or it's delivering some toxic chemistry to you. It's a lymph system that holds the toxic chemistry and it's a lymphatic system that holds the waste from the cells and not being able to remove these acids. The non-removal of acids means the destruction of the cell itself. Okay. Is the best way just to go slow with these really sensitive people? I'm not a slow thinker. I know you're not. <laughs> That's why I was Yeah, asking. baby, let's go. Drive that horse. Yeah, no, I, you know what? It depends what you're suffering with. It depends how okay. sensitive your body is, how many pharmaceuticals you're on, you know, all these things. I just had a friend of mine, he's been, he has a list of pharmaceuticals, at least 11 of them. Wow. And so I've got to help him get off of them or his medical doctor, because the more pharmaceuticals you go, the more toward death you go. Right. And all they do is give you a pharmaceutical for this symptom, that symptom, this symptom, that symptom. And it's like, no, no, because you're adding a shitload of side effects down on one human being. And it's just insanity that they're allowed to do that. But that's their field, that's their business. They treat symptomology. And as long as you do that, you'll never cure anything and you'll probably not understand anything. I agree, so, thank you so much. Have fun, yeah. <laughs> awesome, thank you. I'm good guys, I appreciate you all calling in and, and waiting i know a lot of you did we didn't get to but we've been four hours my bladder saying i gotta go my dog went on me dr morris i, <laughs> I was carrying him outside and he peed all over my shirt this is a new shirt that's what took me so long so i apologize sorry no, we figured that hey why don't we end in the uh traditional way and you can all unmute yourselves and say goodbye to Patty and Dr. Morse and thank them for everything. We love you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, Dr. Morse. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.